0: Talking to you, sassy girl. Need a little ah in your step. Try this on for size. It's pop. Tastes great. It makes you feel kind of funny. Not here. Not down there. But all up in this area. Talking pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about.
1: What's the deal
0: with this pop life? And when is it gonna fade out? you got to realize What we doing is not a we got the Hi, welcome to Talk and Pop My name is Jennifer Smith I'm here with the JT to my liberty Tim Capel, hey
2: Oh!
0: <laughs> I worked on that one for you
2: well, this Will this be the episode of Talk and Pop Where you find me, Steph?
0: <laughs> it is Unsolved Mysteries, bitch
2: why did you give our baby away?
0: <laughs> How are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I wasn't ready for that. But, uh, I popped you. I was hoping I was <laughs> You hoping. did pop me. I was very appreciative. Um, yeah, so welcome back to talking Pop, or welcome if this is your first episode. We're going back to... A uh, format that has served us pretty well over this year. It's the one thing that maybe has gone right <laughs> in twenty twenty.
1: Jesus, right?
2: On on talking pop, which is um, uh, talking about trash Netflix um, real- mainly reality shows. I would say, and and here we're going to be talking a, a Netflix drama so, drama uh, okay. documentary series. Um, so. Quite a bit of reality baked into that, of course, and and in fact a revival of an existing anthology documentary series. So so what are we covering here tonight, Jenny?
0: We are gonna be going over the um reboot or what are we calling this? I'm not sure. Relaunch, maybe. Relaunch. Um, it says season fifteen. Yeah, they're
2: calling it season 15.
0: fifteen. But um Revival revival is what we'll call it and uh so we're going to be talking about unsolved mysteries right it is on netflix right now uh just came out fairly recently there are six episodes and i I mean i don't feel like we need to explain too much about what unsolved mysteries is but um there was a show back in the day what was it like late 80s yeah
2: late 80s through the 90s yeah i guess it started um Notably, uh, hosted by Robert Stack. Robert
0: Stack, the creepy guy that everybody's afraid of.
2: Yes, yes, and
0: I would I'm not even that, comforting, but that's just
2: me. okay. I was going to ask you that. Like, I never found him all that unsettling. Like, I I would agree that he was more of a comforting presence. It was that goddamn music that was <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> it is still very upsetting. <laughs>
0: but like yeah because he narrated everything like his voice was amazing and i always thought like he he narrated it so like perfectly but to to give like a menacing quality to whatever story because usually there was one or you know like if it was one of the missing persons then i felt like his voice changed to inflict that you know yes and i just thought he was really gifted at narrating that show and I thought he was, like, a strong presence on it, too. Like, he, he, it feels like this guy can, like, go and arrest anybody that they find on the show. (laughs) True.
1: He's very
0: authoritative. He's not a cop, but he, you know, he just, just like, exudes authority.
2: Looked like a detective. Looked very official.
0: And he was always in the, like, they were always in, like, a, I don't know, a newsroom or, like, Mm -hmm.
2: the. the, Police station or something.
0: prison i don't know they their sets were amazing yeah always
2: always uh, kind of shrouded in fog yes sort of noirish yes But, but you're right i mean he was a performer so he would and that's nothing so something i hadn't thought about before is he would tailor his delivery uh to the content of whatever it was he was talking about so it wasn't sort of the same old like with an air of menace when you're trying to talk about perhaps like a development in a case in a positive direction, like Mm -hmm. he would, Mm -hmm. that would be reflected in, in his presentation. So yeah, he's no longer
1: with us, right?
0: Yeah. He passed away. I think 90% of the people that had like bad feelings about him. is just because he talked about all this horrible shit that happened. Yeah. (laughs) uh And that was his job. Like he had to like, he had to describe all his, like, death and murder and kidnapping, UFOs, and everything else they talked about. So mm-hmm. people just associate him with bad things, I think.
2: Right. But he didn't do it. I mean. He didn't. <laughs> you have to what stop if he was, like, it? secretly
0: a murderer? No.
2: Oh, God. No. <laughs> Guess we'll never know. What if
0: his own murder was on unsolved mysteries like
2: Oh yeah, the unsolved <laughs> What if he narrated his own the mystery <laughs> of his own unsolved death and you're like, wait, what?
0: But well, see that this is another problem I have with that show, because you would watch the show and then he would say, update. At the airing of this broadcast, we got a tip in our tip line, blah blah. blah. And I'm like, but this is the airing of the broadcast
2: (laughs) This is the the
0: like how is anybody seeing this? I got so confused. And Mm -hmm. I would ask my mom, I'd be like, When when is the real time to watch (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries? Because I thought I was always catching the repeat (laughs) of it. I'm like, when does the show come on?
2: when does this show come well it comes on now,
0: comes on now. But, i'm like but they already had the update
2: it's like no honey they just they just put this in there so that when they do show it as a repeat it'll seem like new information <laughs> uh,
0: but, but okay, you don't
2: get so, that when you're a kid no
0: you don't but so anyway if, if you did not know i was obsessed with this show i love this show And I think it's where my love of, like, true crime and and more, I think, uh, my love of UFO and ghost stories in particular Mm -hmm. come directly from here.
2: Yeah, um, I would say I didn't watch it. It doesn't sound like I watched it as much as you did. It was a show that I definitely knew about. And I think my grandparents watched it probably more than my parents did. Cause I can remember being at my grandparents and if oh, I yeah. saw the show, I was usually with them in some capacity. Like sometimes it'd be like on a family vacation, like at night, if there's you know nothing else going on, mm-hmm. you don't get, but so many channels. <laughs> it's like yeah. the one thing that, that you can see in crystal clarity for whatever reason. Um, but I was always as a kid, more drawn to the paranormal, which they didn't have one every episode, but it, it seemed like, every i don't know fourth or fifth episode you'd get here's a ufo story here's mm-hmm. a here's a ghost they did a lot of ghost stuff love the ghost stories um i mean they did at least one on human combustion which yes. uh, so there's a lot of if you ever saw an episode of the just a monster of the week kind of episode of the x files or it's just a one-off case <laughs> that they would investigate a lot of times there would be some sort of basis for that like in unsolved mysteries i'm not saying like they stole material from unsolved mysteries but a lot of those types of stories and cases um would kind of make the rounds on shows like this Mm -hmm. and i'm trying it it reminded me a lot of i feel like i've talked with you about this before but did you ever watch a show in the early 90s called sightings
0: oh yes
2: it was primarily like a, I won't even say UFO alien center. Like it was a just around the horn, everything in the realm of the paranormal. Yes. Uh, so they deal with ghosts and again, human combustion and psychic abilities and uh, uh, lycanthropy. There's a guy who's yes. like, turned into a werewolf or something <laughs> in prison. Like it was... So it was all kinds of stuff like that. And it was an event like presented as an investigative journalist journalism type um news program. Mm-hmm. And I remember it came on Friday nights, at least at first. I watched it on Fox. It was either it's either the show they did before the X-Files started or it was like the lead-in. To the X-Files, so you got this kind of double feature of paranormal <laughs> on Friday yes, nights. with because only sightings. the
0: weirdos are sitting there watching X-Files. Yeah, so only weirdos
2: well. and kids are home Friday night watching Fox back then, I guess.
0: Okay, so October 17th of 1991 through December 23rd of 98 for sightings.
1: Oh, wow. Seasons. Wow,
2: I don't remember it being on that one. Well, it wasn't always on Fox, though. It jumped to... Mm-hmm sci-fi channel at some yeah. point. I remember, and, and I didn't get this. We didn't get the sci-fi channel for a little while where I lived. We didn't get, yeah, we didn't get sci-fi until 96, I think. So if it moved before then, which I think it did, there's probably that gap where I wouldn't see in the show at all, mm-hmm. but it but it was still out there. But I, I just remember every week that welcome to sightings. I'm Tim White. <laughs> I don't know why that's stuck in my head, but Tim White—not uh, the the wrestling referee, by the way—he was a fairly said, legitimate newsman, I believe. It
0: said the show is created by Fair Dinkum Productions. Oh my god! Isn't that amazing?
2: Fair Dinkum Productions. Friday so night. I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we we got off on this. Yep. Tangent.
0: As always, uh, I wonder if this is streaming anywhere. I'd totally watch it.
2: See, th- and that's the type of show that I think would do huge, huge viewership numbers if Netflix revived. Oh, yeah. I mean, something like that where they give it that slick Netflix presentation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like they did with Unsolved Mysteries here. And people are going to be going nuts. It's It's got the built-in nostalgia factor, that mm-hmm. just the interest that people have in the paranoia. Plus, it's, I mean... It's not like that. It show right now that everybody's watching, but Netflix knows how to knows how to you know pick their spots. Where yeah. how they schedule this stuff. So
1: uh, I, I, have to I believe.
0: Yeah, I believe we're on like uh, we're on par for an alien. <laughs> I want to say resurrection, but alien
2: resurrection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not but a
0: resurgence are aliens I mean because we've been through zombies and stuff so like mm-hmm. I feel like we need something else and I feel like it's time for UFOs to come back
2: yeah we got the um, Pentagon all but confirming
0: exactly <laughs>
1: like,
2: UFOs are exactly. definitely a thing um, and yes they're Probably they won't say there are aliens flying around in our atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. But they'll say, you know, we have had some sort of contact and confirmation of uh, aircraft with materials that are not of this world. Yes. So,
0: the, what the does most that boring mean, is right? ever to yes. say there's aliens. Yeah. But I always knew that, so I'm not surprised. Mm. Um, All
2: right. Well, so, we're gonna be able to get into that on yeah, this episode.
0: We will. Um, I guess we'll just kind of go through each episode. Um, I wanted to like do a gimmick where we like try to solve the crimes. I guess we still can do that if we want to. I mean, but...
2: I, well, we, I'm sure we have our theories, right? Yeah.
0: There's there's some weird stuff to talk about here. Um, this first one is titled "Mystery on the Rooftop."
2: spoilers so I, by the way we're we're totally yeah, going we're to i mean spoilers. if you haven't hello i mean it's unsolved mysteries we're talking about the show we can't do it without we can't solve the mysteries without disclosing <laughs> the mysteries people come <laughs> <laughs> on
0: so are, go watch like, the show and the then come and, back and
2: fighting and mysteries it's, here Wait. it's
0: an easy watch like i feel like you can watch a show in a day like totally it's six episodes and
2: yeah, six episodes. They're not even that long. They're not even an hour mm-hmm. in length. They're about thirty five to forty five minutes apiece. So mm-hmm. that's totally doable. Although you will get too scared if you watch
1: <laughs>
2: if you've been if you try to watch all six of these in one sitting, buddy.
0: <laughs> I did it.
2: Oh man. I did. And you but didn't I was get scared.
0: outside in the daylight.
2: Uh, you're in the daylight. I see. I was watching all these at night, and pretty late at night too. I'll say. I definitely. I will say. I definitely. And this doesn't happen to me. Like I can usually watch anything and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I worked myself into a shoot with a few Did of you? these where it just yes you know, I started getting paranoid. <laughs> um, started feeling uncomfortable in my home, and. I had nightmares several nights. Was awesome. <laughs> I did
0: have a nightmare about Unsolved Mysteries.
2: Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know that um, I had a nightmare directly related to, but I could tell it was because, all right, I just watched the show. Well, I also went down like that Reddit rabbit hole of Oh no. see what people are saying. And that's that's not helpful. It, and that's not good for your <laughs> your mental health and well-being at all. No. Uh so but and I'm not the type of person where I watch something and then have nightmares because of it because it's oh I watched it right before bed. Oh no yeah, like yeah. That doesn't usually happen with me and it I would say it did.
0: So you were affected deeply by this
2: <laughs> I, show. Oh somehow affected, yeah affected, oh. yeah.
0: Well this first one is a real doozy. Uh a oh. strong a strong oh. start to the show, I think.
2: Starts uh, with a bang. Mystery yeah. on the Rooftop.
0: Yes. Mystery on the Rooftop. So, basically, this guy
2: is, is Ray, Rivera. Ray
0: Rivera. Basically, he, quote-unquote, jumped off the roof of a hotel. Is mm-hmm. it in Baltimore?
2: Yes, the uh, stately Belvedere.
0: Bel- so Belvedere.
2: <laughs> Belvedere. The reason I remember that, first of all, it's a funny name. but <laughs> It is. We have a, a Belvedere street uh where i live in in richmond um so not you yeah, have boulevard and belvedere uh and yeah it, it's just one of those like if you've lived here for any length of time you you know exactly where where that is um so that name kind of stuck with me. The fact that it was in Baltimore stuck with me just because mm-hmm. I've, I've been to Baltimore several times, never been to the Belvedere in Baltimore, but allegedly he jumps off the roof of this kind of Gothic looking old hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and his body is found uh, several days after his, very, very mysterious, unexplained disappearance. So, I mean, long story, long and short of it is he and his wife, Allison, they live in this house. They've been living in Baltimore for a little bit over a year. They're not exactly newlyweds, but pretty early on into their marriage um, and trying to you know, make plans for their future. She is away, his wife Allison is away on a business trip. Uh, She tries to call him from her hotel where she is staying, uh, goes to voicemail, can't get a hold of him, and does not reach him the entire rest of the night, and has a a house guest that is staying with them in Baltimore who calls her and says, hey, um, Ray you know, disappeared last night and he's still not home. And it's like, you know, 5 AM at this point mm-hmm. she says, I don't know where he is. He got a phone call and just rushed out of the house without saying anything. Didn't tell me what it was about when he would be back, where he was going, no details. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, Allison returns from her business trip, starts making calls, gets his family involved, um, no one has heard from him. And first, they find his vehicle at a parking garage um, near where he works. And this is the parking garage of the, Bel- the Belvedere, it turns uh-huh. out. They start looking in the area. It seems like he should be somewhere around there. That obviously he had business in this area, which wasn't totally unusual. Again, uh-huh. s- employer is, um, you know, a few blocks away, apparently. And uh, I guess it was, was it some co-workers who yeah. were on the roof of the parking garage, right?
1: Yes, yes.
2: And they look down and see a hole mm-hmm. in an adjacent roof kind of below, um, which just looks odd. It, it just seems, you know, it shouldn't be there. Right, um, and they think maybe we should investigate that. And as you said, that's where his body was found um, beneath this hole, which is uh, within the hotel itself, uh, like a, a conference room, I guess. He and again, this had been several days since the disappearance, so mm-hmm. the the you know not to get graphic, but the body is in rough shape.
0: Right. Yes. But there are also some weird things with the yes. body. Mm-hmm. One thing was like his glasses weren't broken. I glasses
2: think was... were not broken. Phone was also intact. His Phone cell intact. Phone, um, I believe they said his glasses were, were still on his person and the phone was on the roof. Mm-hmm. So the roof where the hole had been made, which, you know, the idea is basically he jumped crashed through this roof that's what created the hole I and mean, it's yeah. a metal it's a metal roof so it's not like it's not like you could just be walking on it and fall through mm-hmm. like it's pretty substantial you know material that has has been you know severely damaged in this way and it's a small hole you know
0: yeah yeah tiny
2: Large enough, I guess, for a body to accommodate a body if it falls through. But it's not like a huge, mm-hmm. gigantic hole in the roof that was made by some other object or means. You know, it's just very yeah. odd and out of place. Um,
0: and there's no obvious way that he could have jumped based on the tra-
1: tra- trajectory
0: of... Right of where the buildings are and how he fell and how he was. Yeah. They
2: they went through a few scenarios where it was, they, they, the one I feel like they didn't definitively rule out was if he took like a really running and leaped off the highest top possible point of.
0: Yeah. I kind of don't buy that either, but.
2: So, and then we get into some of his professional life, right? Where he works with, uh, his boss is a guy named Porter Stansberry, <laughs> Good which Lord again. Yeah. If you're writing, if you're like creating a fictional supervillain yes. and you title them Porter, you name them Porter Stansberry, your editor is going to go, uh, uh-uh, no, that's, that's way too cheesy. Yeah. That's. On the nose, you got to go back to the drawing board. Here. Like, that's such a yeah. bullshit name. Hey,
0: Porter's a white guy. Uh, in case you didn't realize that. Yeah. And uh, Ray is, uh, are they, um, he has a big family. And they do a whole, like, get destination wedding. Mm. In Puerto Rico, is that where he said?
2: Puerto Rico sounds right. Okay. Yeah. And, and he, Ray is a tall drink of water, by yeah. the way. He is like six five, really athletic, really good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stands out in a crowd. Basically, not not someone who can just really blend in.
0: Right, and he he moved to that city just for that job.
2: Right, and this job was he had aspirations of being a filmmaker. Ray did, mm-hmm. and they lived in California for a little while, sort of pursuing that ambition and it kind of wasn't going anywhere moved to Baltimore because um, Stansbury and it's Stansbury and Associates is the name of the company. Mm -hmm. They're like a, some kind of financial management company, something like that. Yeah. And they, they have this investment report that Porter is hiring Ray to write even though Ray has no financial background so maybe somebody else is writing it and he's just like copy editing it it's just very weird that like this is his yeah. job you know like this is such a random like that's really turns out that wasn't all he was doing he was also doing some uh video editing work i guess just they they make mention of the fact that part of why Ray was hired was to help clean up um, Porter's image because he had gotten in some trouble with the SEC over, it was like an insider trading type Mm -hmm. situation. It sounded like I didn't go too far into that. Uh, And neither did the documentary.
0: So let's talk theories, I guess. Yes. Um, So
2: what do you,
0: I find several things very suspicious. I don't think the wife was in on it. I'll just say that. A okay. lot of times the spouse is number one. I don't think she had anything to do with it. The house guest? That's suspicious. A little, yeah,
2: a, a little weird. Yeah, a little weird that they have this.
0: The wife goes out of town, leaves a house guest, a female house guest with her husband. Mm. Mm. She said a colleague. I'm like.
2: Mm. Yes, this was apparently one of Allison's work colleagues. I gathered that much from what she was saying. And this is someone who she didn't really say how long they were staying with the Rivera's.
1: No.
2: So, yeah. Uh, I think her name was, they didn't talk to her on the documentary. Apparently her name was Claudia. I don't know why Mm -hmm. that stuck with me.
1: Okay.
0: And so I think that's weird. I think the um, Porter guy is super shady. like, Mm. They, the, the co-workers just happened to look down on the roof where it happened. Like, mm-hmm. that seems very odd to me.
2: Right. They just, there was they some were others. having a
0: smoke break and then they just found it. Like, that seems weird.
2: Especially yeah. Especially
0: because I think the Porter guy is shady and got me involved into something bad.
2: If he's not, then the presentation of this documentary definitely wants you to think that he is. Yeah, yeah. They also mentioned that, um, well, I'll get into it. I, I don't want to step on your toes. What else are you thinking?
0: Um, The only thought, other thought I had was kind of far-fetched, but like, I, I, well, I don't know. What about you? I, I think I'm done. Okay. I, I dismissed okay. my third
2: idea. You dismissed. Yes. Well, maybe maybe your third idea is one of my ideas. Maybe. All right. So I guess where I was going with that with Porter. Now they did determine that the call that Ray got to his cell phone the night of his disappearance it came from the switchboard of the company the work, where he worked. Yeah. Uh, they could not link it back to an actual person, but somewhere he got a call from his employer or someone mm-hmm. who wanted it to look like it was a call from his employer mm-hmm. all he says according to this house guest is oh rushes out of the house he's not even really he's not dressed for a business meeting certainly mm-hmm. he just Definitely he just bolts wearing what he has on um dressed very casually and in flip-flops mm-hmm. and I mean, that to me implies this is somebody who's responding to like an emergency of some sort and such an emergency that they can't even stop to say, Hey, here's what happened. Here's where I'm going. Here's Mm -hmm. when I'll be back. I mean, that in and of itself is obviously very suspicious. Um, And here's, here's where I sort of take a little bit of issue with Netflix and their Presentation. I mean, any any documentary does this. They have a certain slant, right? Well, yeah, I don't even know that I'll say agenda necessarily, but there is a narrative that's presented Uh and that they want to get across, right? Which is they they various people interviewed for this story say that uh, Porter issued a gag order within his company after. Uh, Ray's body was found basically saying don't share any details and it it sounded very sinister right Uh, uh. and I don't know I just look at that and I'm like there's no such legal thing as a gag order like I mean most companies I, I think would most large companies will have pr departments um and just media relations who i mean if if an employee dies under mysterious or suspicious circumstances well yeah probably will tell their employees hey um don't say anything unless you are compelled to do so we mm-hmm. don't want rumors being spread like not even necessarily yes it's in their own kind of financial self-interest as a CYA, but it's also, you don't want to be, you know, having random people from your company saying, well, he did this, that and the other and oh, yeah, getting their family all worked up. And yeah. I mean, it just, I don't know. The whole gag order thing, I think sounded more malicious than it maybe mm. was. I mean, you can't just say, well, we're not going to talk to the police. I mean, the investigators, the detectives involved here can can subpoena anyone and compel them to talk. I mean whether it's with lawyers present, whatever right right right. I mean, this is still a legal investigation. It's not like the the investigating the lead detective who was interviewed for this documentary. He's not going to go, "Well, they issued a gag order, I guess that's that." I mean, yeah. <laughs> if he thinks there's something to <laughs> that. This will just rem-
0: remain remain unsolved.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's That's he's, that. He's going to pursue every le- legal resource that he has to say, "Hey, we we think there's something to this company like that they were in connection with this guy's death. It's foul yeah. play." we need a subpoena. And if they've got a case, then okay.
0: You gotta imagine they would have, you know, looked into all these guys.
2: I I I, feel like they did. And maybe we just didn't hear about it or maybe maybe they just didn't do a great job. I mean, that's unheard of. Right. I mean, (laughs) like, or
0: maybe this family, because it's a fam, is Porter's family's business. Right. I think so. From what I understand. And so maybe they're, you know, big wigs in, in Baltimore and mm-hmm. they have some pull and they have some, you know, keep this yeah. on the down low, hush, hush type. Yeah.
2: Power. Yeah. And I mean, he and Porter and Ray were described as, as best friends. It wasn't just mm-hmm. an employee, employer relationship. They were longtime mm-hmm. friends, went to school together, and Porter really just ghosted on them. After this happened.
0: Right. Um, which is so suspicious. Than, I mean. Yeah.
2: Yeah. More so than just not wanting to talk to detectives or whatever. Like he wouldn't talk to anybody. The wife
0: uh, or anybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just not even on a personal level. I mean, just completely dipped out, which yeah. I mean, that doesn't really look good. No. Um, now, here, here's my thing, though. Here's what I go back to. The note.
0: The note. Okay, yeah.
2: The note. So, one thing that they found um, in Ray's home was a note, uh, which is hard to describe. It was behind his, like, folded up in a weird way, taped behind his computer monitor. Mm-hmm a typed note and it was sort of worded almost like a speech at least at first like he was giving an acceptance or someone was giving an acceptance speech the way it was written Mm -hmm. but then it goes on to list several movies um several actors and filmmakers who maybe Ray was like a fan of or mm-hmm. wanted to emulate their style. Um, all kind of similar themes within the movies. Like, there's a lot of M. Night Shyamalan movies that mm-hmm. he has. Um, that movie, The Game with Michael Douglas. I think he has. I love mainstream. that movie. That's a very interesting movie. Um, and I don't know, like they ruled it out as a suicide note and it certainly didn't read uh-uh. to me like a suicide note. There's been some speculation that maybe it was just some notes, some things he had written down, he had taken down for a screenplay or some kind of film project he was working on. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I definitely take weird notes like that during the day and like something I'm afraid I'll forget and kind of set it aside. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of us do that, but um, not to this extent, you know? Um,
0: Yeah, it's very weird.
2: You kind of have to see it for for yourself. I think that there is a a Google Drive doc out there uh, that was put together by the producers, uh, by Netflix. um, Oh, really? Saying, yeah, asking for solicitations. If you have any tips, any leads... Um, you can send them to us. Here's a resource that you can use. Here's just ephemera that we have uh-huh. gathered that maybe wasn't, didn't make the, the show proper, but might be of interest to you, um, about it, every episode, uh, that they aired. So I think that they, they have the note in its complete form, uh, posted in that Google drive. So, you, you know, you can go out and read it that strikes me I guess what I'm getting to is I I think he had a psychotic break um really yeah I do and
0: you think it was suicide
2: I I don't think it was an intentional suicide mm-hmm. I, I don't think he intended to kill himself I think that much like that movie the game remember how you remember how he got out of the game at the mm-hmm. end of it uh jumps off a building and then mm-hmm. like all his friends and colleagues or whatever family like congratulate him basically. Mm-hmm. I-, I think that he got on some kind of got something in his head, some paranoid delusion, and just had a breakdown. It seemed like he was under a lot of stress. Um there weren't a lot of Obvious signs from what his family and, and friends say, but I don't know. Sometimes people are too close to those things, and mm. sometimes there aren't a lot of obvious signs uh, when it comes to stuff like that. And I just
0: do you really think he like ran all the way across the top of the building and leapt yep. and he was afraid of heights?
2: Yep. I think that somehow he got it in his head that this was the only way out of this and it has to happen at this certain time. Otherwise, something really know. terrible is going to happen. And I'm not going to die. I'm not trying to kill myself. I just, I, I really think he somehow lost his grip on reality.
0: But I'm um, looking I'm watching it right now and it's like kind of impossible to hit where he hit it's just very weird.
2: I think if he took a full running leap and that's I think that's why they they dismissed it as implausible, because if it was truly a suicide beep People don't run and jump when they
0: That's what I was saying. jump like, from a
2: height. For, but I don't think it was a, a traditional suit. I don't think it was okay.
0: a... You're thinking more to, accident type Yeah, deal.
2: Yeah, like he wasn't. And if it was I intend to kill myself, then no, he wouldn't have taken a, a running leap because, I mean, apparently that just is not yeah. a thing that happens for suicides from a from falling from a height like that.
0: Well, the ledge thing is a lot more, um,
2: there's the ledge. Multiple? Yeah. There's the ledge possibility, which it was apparently the landing site where the hole was, was, um, I guess the trajectory was closer to this ledge, which I, I only, I don't know that it matters necessarily where it happened from, according to if this is my theory, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just kind of going with what would have been easier for him to access. Not uh-huh. that the roof was super easy yeah. to access.
1: Yeah, that's the other issue.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, it. It and that's what makes it a mystery. I mean, uh-huh. you kind of have to go with what I tried to do was go with. Of all of the implausible explanations of which they all seem to be, that's sort of the least implausible in my mind. Mm. Um, that it was as straightforward as he somehow got to that roof and took a full run and jump off of that roof. Um,
0: I feel like the phone and the glasses were planted.
2: Okay, well my explanation of that is keep in mind that this happened in 2005. He had one of those like old Nokia phones, which those things could take some damage. Like you could, you could drop one of those things off a building and it might be, it's not like an iPhone, you know, Mm. it's not like a droid. Mm. Um, Hmm. So if he just kind of had it on his person when he hit, I could see the phone and the glasses surviving. I really
0: glasses too.
2: Yeah. I mean, my glasses are pretty durable. I haven't jumped off any roofs lately, but but I feel like, um, is not totally out of the realm of possibility that a pair of prescription glasses would survive. Um, And the other thing is, like, it's weird, right? That if he was one of the one of the theories proposed is that he was killed, he was murdered, right? Um, and planted, you know, at the in this mm-hmm. place beneath this hole, and the hole, the hole had no um role. Ah, in his
0: death. okay.
2: And I've heard that offered up. But then you sort of have to look at, well, if the hole wasn't there to begin with, then you have to create it, mm-hmm. which seems like a lot of work, too.
0: I don't know. I don't I think that's a pretty good like way to like...
2: wouldn't there be easier ways though, of I don't making know. a death look accidental than, you know, creating a hole in a metal roof, which, Invites the possibility of witnesses and you got to have tools and it's just, mm. it's, I mean, not to say it can't be done, but it if it's being done in order to cover up a crime, then there's just easier ways to cover up that crime, you know?
0: Well, I mean, I feel like Ray got into trouble at work, like mm-hmm. something Porter got him into something, some sort of scheme maybe,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. or
2: Porter himself, perhaps was Porter himself had some
0: issues, you know, owed money to somebody or, you know, slept with the wrong dude's wife or whatever. I don't know, but, Mm -hmm. or it, this kind of just occurred to me since that Ray was, um, a writer and, you know, he wanted to work in Hollywood and he could have like had a story idea and maybe that's how he got up to the roof like or why oh. he got up to the roof was because
2: he's he's researching, researching. he's going to research for something he's writing
0: yeah okay. so like maybe something just struck him real quick and he was like i need to get to the hotel of a roof <laughs> or the roof of a hotel
2: yeah well <laughs> and, i mean it's a hotel he would and it wasn't, it's called the Belvedere Hotel, but it wasn't right. a hotel at the time. It was a condominium Auto, right. housing uh, building, apparently. Hmm. Not that it matters, but yeah, I mean, would have been familiar with yeah. With the building.
0: Or, yeah, or, I don't know. But so, I, I don't know. I, I, just, yeah, I, mean, I don't trust the work guys that found the whole... You would assume all these I, people part, were, I, like, thoroughly you know, investigated.
2: That part I, I have problems with, too. It, mm-hmm. it seems a little bit too, hmm. There's mm-hmm. no footage
0: of him on any of the cameras. And the camera on the roof wasn't working. It was disconnected. Now that is fucked up.
2: That part I didn't have too much of an issue with, only because I feel like anytime there's a any sort of, even if it's just like, Shoplifting or vandalism or something, those fucking cameras never work. You know what I mean? Like, all these places have, like, these surveillance cameras. They're always turned off or broken or have some issue, it seems like. So I didn't find that out of the ordinary necessarily. Uh, Damn, but, really? no, I mean, just, I just think that's always, there's always something fucked up with, cam- especially back then. Um, when it sort of wasn't as common. Uh, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't put a ton of stock into that, but the, the coworkers finding him did it, like, you're just going to decide to go up on the roof. Like, yeah,
0: I just thought it was very like, weird.
2: Kind of. That's not like you wouldn't normally be compelled to do that when you're looking, for, Hey, let's go up on the roof of this building where his vehicle was. Like, it's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless they're already thinking, well, maybe they had reason to believe he was suicidal or had talked about, I don't know, Yeah. chomping off roof in so many terms or so. I mean, who knows? But you're right. It, it almost seems like they knew where to look mm. or had some kind of hunch. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just the murder. It it sounds like
0: planted too. Like, if you go through like all the effort to like to stage that murder scene, then Mm. you definitely want somebody to see that murder scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to. to. You don't want Ray to continue to be missing for another week. Mm. You want them to find the body and buy the story. So, like, I don't know.
2: It just it's so strange to me that would be a murder because just make the body disappear if you're going to murder the guy. Yeah. Why does anybody even have to maybe find Maybe the they
0: just didn't think that the family would accept it, you know, or...
2: Well, they don't have to. If you know he's dead, he's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? mean?
0: Like, maybe they would start sniffing around on stuff around. And, and find what mm-hmm. happened.
2: But if you make it look like a suicide and they accept it as a suicide, then they... Yeah. Leave it alone.
0: It sounds like the wife didn't, though.
2: Shoot him and put the gun in his thing. I mean, it, it's just.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, if it, they're
2: professional, then why would you. Yeah. Why wouldn't you stage a suicide that, and in that
0: a makes straightforward me, way? I just had this idea of Porter as, like, this fucked up, like, Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. And, and, and that's all
0: just like, I have no basis for that. It's just all just conjecture at this point.
2: Sure. So. Well, okay. So you're more in the murder camp. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I, I am in the not suicide, but accidental death due to psychosis camp. Okay. I just, I just, I kind of keep going back to that note. Um, not even, I mean, the content is weird, but also just the placement, like, the way he went to pains to, like, fold it up and tape it, and hide it behind his computer, just mm. reeks of paranoia, almost. It does. Again, you could say that that was planted there, maybe, if if this truly was mm-hmm. um, a case of foul play, but...
0: I mean, the house guest could have planted that easily.
2: Yeah, it, it just seems like... <laughs> For this guy to have been murdered, that some people, a committee would have had to get together and say, what is the <laughs> most complicated possible way we could murder this person and make it look like suicide?
0: Or maybe it was or, an accident, and then they did all that to cover up the accidental death.
2: Oh, so he wasn't, maybe...
0: Maybe he was strangled, or... Like they just
2: going to rough him up, and...
0: Yeah accidentally kill him or they like he shoved him and like broke his neck or something you know what i'm saying
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: drugged him maybe Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i don't know all right well we didn't solve this mystery so what is the point of us
2: (laughs) well I think we solved it to our individual Okay, which I'll accept that.
0: <laughs> and, and we're not going to... I mean, we'll talk about all of them uh, briefly, but yeah. that, I mean, that, I that one was one of time, the ones... Right? Yeah, some, we won't do a deep dive on all of them, but yeah, yeah. that one was definitely super um, compelling.
2: It kind of had the most layers, too. I mean, it, yeah, it went one. in a lot of different directions, and you would get... Seemingly contradictory pieces of information that would be introduced very quickly. So there was really a lot to that first one. Mm -hmm. And we didn't even talk about all of it. So,
0: yeah. All right. Um, So another one that we wanted to mention is the second episode. It is called 13 Minutes. And this one I thought was pretty obvious who the killer was. But we'll talk about it. In this one, it is a thirty-eight-year-old salon owner named Patrice um, who disappears from in front of her salon one day.
2: Yeah, so she she disappears in a very tight window of time.
0: Yes, they have the time frame like very specific.
2: Mm-hmm. They're able to to kind of nail that down from her salon, and uh, she was there was no just nothing for for days and days months on end and finally they do discover uh gosh was it two years later i want to say it was
0: something like that 18 months or yeah
2: something like like 18 months um i mean over a year yeah close to uh they they find her remains which really her I mean skeleton Bone, bones.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, actually not all that far from the salon. Right. So, uh, she has a son named Pistol. Pistol.
0: Super <laughs> uh, hot.
2: Okay. To talk about that for a minute, I, I mentioned I kind of went down the Reddit um community fan mm-hmm. theory hole a bit. The thirst for pistol is real <laughs>
1: yeah. with these people.
2: It's it. nuts. It's <laughs> it's a little bit disturbing too because it's like why? Well, I mean, it's all these. You know how um, you know how there's like that that prisoner thirst thing too <laughs> where like.
0: I was just gonna say he looks like.
2: Well, uh, looks I wasn't high. say I wasn't try to say he looked like a a felon, but although he might. Um, you know how uh, women will sometimes fall in love with, Mm uh, convicts Mm -hmm. and I don't know. And it's this weird, like they get really involved in their lives and Mm -hmm. and take on a level of sort of ownership and Mm -hmm. things that have nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. You see a little bit of that with the, with these Fan communities where It's really? like oh my god I just felt like I connected with him and know him so Well oh I just want to Comfort him it's like, Well
0: oh. it's the combination of the Mommy thing and like
2: mm-hmm.
0: He's hot and It's a sad story
2: It is a sad story Because uh, he was a, a, a child He was a teenager He was like 15, 15 16 years old when this happens Um, Loses his mother in a very devastating way. There's a there's a stepfather, Patrice mm. Patrice is married to this guy, Rob, who uh is a creep. <laughs> Comes off as a huge creep on this documentary. They they talk to him. I don't know. I, I think I know where you're going with it, right?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean like you said like I said before, like you feel like They had to have cleared all of these people in this story in order to tell the story on unsolved mysteries. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. these people cannot be suspects. But then I'm like, how can this husband not be the suspect? Because he makes some what I thought were very shocking uh, confessions about. (laughs)
2: Yes, he did.
0: (laughs) When they found her bones, and then he asked the somebody. Uh, the morgue, the coroner, or whoever was preparing her body, to like lay out her bones in 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 the places where they should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just feel like you should not be saying things like that.
2: His uh, word choices were very bad. Poor. Yes, he said um, when the coroner did that, arranged. The skeleton um her remains for him to view that uh it was the last time he had seen patrice remotely intact is the way he put it yep which i don't know that i consider someone's skeletal remains um in the realm of being remotely intact uh (laughs) And, and did, also, Didn't he
0: say that he asked him to like leave him there for a little bit? So he like he walked
2: around with the yes, skull.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: He picked up her skull, skull and walked around. The put room. his
0: dick in it a hundred percent. There's no way he didn't skull fuck that <sighs> but, lady. I'm wanted, sorry.
2: He it's wanted to be crass, alone.
0: but this guy is nothing but a creep.
2: I, I don't. I can't say for certain uh, that he skull fucked. This, um, uh, but by his own admission, he wanted to be alone with it, and says he walked around the room holding the skull. Um, <sighs> he's also been very possessive with the yes cremains. So she was crem- yes. owned, It was cremated, given to him. Um, and you may wonder, well, where is Pistol Hot Pistol <laughs> Hot uh, Pistol? <sighs> I didn't think he was – I thought he – never mind. I'm not <laughs> – I'm not going to be – you know what? I'm going to take the high road. What? All right. So I guess I'll say it. You can, you can edit this out even though I know you won't.
0: No.
2: Um, I thought he kind of looked like a human version of uh, Roger from American Dad.
0: <laughs> well, are you talking about a skull shape? Is yeah,
2: that- yeah. I, I thought he looked like a hu- – just – when you know when Roger, um, the this is the alien from American Dad, li- <laughs> For people who don't know what I'm talking,
0: he looks like an alien. Is that what you're saying?
2: When when he like dresses as a human or wears like a skin suit or something. Anyway,
0: I think the the, one of, the lady, one of Patricia's uh, friends and like customers that they interview on here, the blonde lady with the pink mm-hmm. jacket. I think she looks like Roger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you think she looks like the alien from... Yes. She
0: has that crazy haircut. <laughs> anyway.
2: Uh, well, um, oh. I apologize. I, Anyway. Um, so Hot Pistol. Look, some people think he's hot, clearly, so I think <laughs> he can take a terrible comparison on my part.
0: Well, he and the he why this
2: is happening, right? So what happens? What happens?
0: They they hate each other, right? So, um, uh, according to Pistol, um, the stepdad was really ugly to him, Mm -hmm. um, said all kinds of mean things to him all the time. Uh, They would have fights sometimes, and the mom would always stick up for him, of course. And um, there had been some talk of her divorcing him, um, Mm -hmm. apparently, which he did not believe at all. Because they were very happy, obviously. (laughs) So when his mom goes missing, he never gets to go back to his house because the the stepdad changes the locks and kicks him the fuck out of the house.
2: And again, by Rob, stepfather's own admission, it's like he was asked, so why did you change the house? Your your wife is missing. This was in like a day of her. Yeah,
0: it was the next day
2: yeah it's like why would you do that he was like because i didn't want pistol coming in the house i didn't really want him around i didn't care for him. it basically says it, i hated I, this kid's sh- guts yeah, yeah which i under- they have a contentious relationship as uh stepchildren often do with their step parents but for this guy not to look at it as okay i'm an adult um I am perhaps this person's legal guardian now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, i wondered about that too. You know, maybe I need to be the person to really step up here and have the maturity to say, yeah, even though maybe we haven't gotten on so great, uh, we're kind of in this together Mm -hmm. and let's get Patrice home. Let's find out what happened. And if we truly can't live together, okay. Yeah. You deal with that. But you don't respond to that by changing the locks and banishing your teenage stepson from his own home. I, that was completely inappropriate and outrageous.
0: I mean, it mean, looks like he just literally did not care where the kid went. It's like, No,
2: he truly it, didn't. It and it didn't even try here. to say, no, didn't like, even he, offer some mm-mm. satisfactory explanation of, well, I was worried that, Something had happened and, and I was just worried for our safety. It wasn't about um, trying to put him out of the house. No, he says, basically, I kicked his ass out as soon yeah. as I possibly could.
0: Also, he says he has a degree in criminology. criminology. Uh-huh. And I'm like, plus, I mean, and you can say whatever you want to, but the man's eyes, he has crazy eyes.
2: He does he, look quite, um, it, it, there's, demonic. There,
0: there's a glassiness in there, like, um, uh, uh-huh. like a true coldness. Like it's, I don't know. There's sometimes you can just look in somebody's eyes. Like DTK. Like,
1: yeah. The,
0: it, it's just. It, it,
2: some of his court testimony, how just. Yeah. Cunning and cold and just. There's
0: literally no regard. But then he talks very flowery about Mm -hmm. Patrice, but then it sounds fake. You know what I'm saying? She sounded like a possession of his. Yeah. You know, he's like, I remember the warmth and the love and the blah and the blah. And it just sounded like (laughs) just nonsense. Very
2: clinical. Yes. Yes.
0: I don't know. And then, I mean, she seemed like a very sweet lady from everything everybody said about her, like a successful business, you know, and I know this, this was in Georgia. Right. So like, Mm. this is the type of like place I'm from, you know, Mm -hmm. I know the lady with the hairdresser shop that knows everybody in town, you know, and this happens so quick. Um, there were witnesses, like quite a few witnesses, that saw um, a car parked at her shop, mm-hmm. and then her car parked in the wrong spot.
2: Right, she was parked in a direction that she never parked. Right, um,
0: and then
2: because she had you know regular clients and
0: right, yeah, she had
2: she const- was well known within the community. And exactly, people were constantly coming into her shop and. Mm-hmm you know, just chit-chatting with her. She was very social, um, very outgoing person.
0: And I, um, at first I was a little bit, a little bit surprised because they had a lot of witness testimony about, um, who saw what, like some mm-hmm. people had, um, like her car moved and then the, another lady saw a car there parked in front of the shop. Yeah. And then part of me is like, I'm just wondering, like, if I were to ever be an eyewitness of anything, like, what would I remember of stuff? But then I'm like, I grew up in a small southern town, so, like, I know all these people know what they saw because they are nosy as shit.
1: True. <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
0: That's what southern people do is know everybody's business. So it's like, <laughs> I I don't doubt the eyewitness accounts at all. Right. Because if anybody knew what's happened, it's a little old lady. He drives by there every day.
2: Yep. Yep. And can oh describe to a T yep. what they're wearing. Because cause that's what they, for you and I, stuff like that doesn't really register. But if mm-hmm. if that's kind of all you do every day, because you're just a gossip hound and town crier, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you look for stuff. Like, you look for little details. You make a point to retain information. Yes. Um, And I know eyewitness testimony isn't super reliable, but I mean, these accounts were pretty consistent.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. She had clients uh, in the morning. Some Mm -hmm. of them said that she seemed a little off. Um, Somebody called and they said that she seemed off, maybe a little bit short. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, then I think when they go to um, investigate the shop, they find it like, proof not proof but like uh it looks like she was in the middle of lunch
2: yeah her lunch was had like just come out of the microwave
0: yeah and but then the witnesses say they saw the car there and then one of them says that she thought that somebody had maybe like fallen because it looked like Patrice was trying to help somebody
1: mhm mhm
0: and but it could have been a struggle if you you know if you didn't look at it right, you know?
2: Yeah. Or it's staged. Um, yeah. To so that she will make herself vulnerable mm-hmm. to whatever right. was, you know, she was taken mm-hmm. seems to be the consensus here. The cash register was emptied out. So yep. kind of made to look like a, a robbery, but whether it was just supposed to be a robbery and turned into an abduction maybe mm. um i don't know but again with the whole what is what is the narrative what is the the documentary trying to present well they clearly want us to think that rob yeah is the villain here and uh well i think said, he... rob
0: is pretty clear that he wants everybody to think that too. I, I mean i don't know but like yeah. he was just a little bit too
2: Did not represent himself well. No. And I I guess I I hesitate to fully condemn him only because I don't know the parts of his testimony and his interview that they don't show. Um, And I don't know... Just a lot of like a person can be a creep, but a creep does not make a, a murderer necessarily. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely think he was a creep, and I think he was very possessive. Um, mm-hmm. had this terrible relationship with um, pistol, and you know, it's maybe borderline abusive, but I don't know that that makes him a killer. He he does sort of have the alibi of his whereabouts, the work and the timing of this whole thing, sort of in his favor where they couldn't say like he, it, it was impossible for him to have done this. In other words, taken Patrice, mm-hmm. but it would have been awfully tight, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Although what if he hires someone to do Yeah. That? But could you see him doing, is he the type of, if he is this cold-blooded sort of mm, sociopath, does that type of person hire someone to kill mm -mm. their spouse that they've suddenly decided they want dead?
0: You're right. I mean, like.
2: I don't know. I don't know where I am on this one necessarily. No.
0: I mean, yeah. He has the alibi. But.
2: Changing I, the locks is a lot. Yeah, that,
0: it's, it's so much. And then showing us her ashes at the end. Uh-huh. Like, he gets them out. And I was like, no, y'all should not have done that. I did not want to see that. poor he lady's said he ashes.
2: slept with he the box with of them. ashes. Um, yeah. He referred to it as, it was like his teddy bear.
0: Teddy bear.
2: But then he quit doing that after a while and just kind of.
0: Put her in a closet somewhere. Put her
2: away, yeah, which, you so, know. So,
0: it's just a lot, like, with that yeah. guy.
2: I mean, people don't always grieve in the ways that you expect or that you want them to. So, that's why I'm a little bit, again, reluctant to just totally throw him under the bus. Mm-hmm. But some of this is not just grieving, it's... <laughs> You look circumstantially like you might be, yeah, a complete psychopath killer.
0: <laughs> I, I kind of feel like he kind of gets off on the fact that everybody thinks he did it.
2: He, he does could. Does that be, make that? any sense? It absolutely does. There are some people who, yeah, who just feed into that somehow, or or, it's, or it feeds their ego. Um,
0: Or he has somehow orchestrated the perfect crime, and he uh, knows he will never get get busted for it, and so he gets his, flaunt it.
2: Yeah, because of his degree in criminology. <laughs> criminology, yes. Get away with... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to rule it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I feel real bad for Pistol.
2: I do, too. That yeah.
0: was awful. And I think he's probably had... A real tough life. <laughs> um, Seems like it, yeah. In dealing with all this, and I, I mean, can't blame them for that. But, um, I think they they do uh, say something towards the end where they had somebody in custody that mm-hmm. they suspected.
2: Yeah, they had. Um, it's like a serial killer that they yeah. had arrested, who actually confessed Confessed to the murder but did not have details that the police had deliberately withheld because only the killer would know these things. Mm -hmm. Like they, they couldn't account for that. Like they, they couldn't even say where the remains were. Um, They found that totally independent of anybody they, they talked to, I believe. Uh, But yeah, there was like a, the this one serial killer who actually confessed to it, and that was just ruled out as total bullshit because they didn't have the, the information that the killer would have. And another, right. there was like another serial killer, which rural Georgia. What are we doing? But <laughs> but somebody else <laughs> that probably came out. Wrong. It's,
0: a, it's a lawless land.
2: Lawless. Hell that exists Gary here to Hilt- sell.
0: Gary Michael Hilton was his name.
2: Okay, yeah, one of those three name killers.
0: Yes, of course.
2: Which they all are. uh But there was somebody even before that that they mm. were looking at as a person of interest. Who so they didn't confess to any murder or anything, but just was active, you know, in the area, right. and it's sort of. I think was that the one who said I I wanted to, like I I was fascinated with like killing a blonde or or a she wasn't blonde she was uh, brunette wasn't she? Yeah, she was, was brunette. She, but like had a very specific profile that she sort of met, mm-hmm. and I don't know where that one went. Um, but yeah, you got to figure. I mean, they talked to all the obvious family members. They would talk to this guy, Rob, and ruled him out, which maybe he's getting off on that, as you said, Um, whether he did or didn't do it. the type of thing where if if they came out tomorrow and said, um, we have determined definitively (laughs) that Rob, the husband, (laughs) murdered this woman, Uh uh, or, or, you know, he was arrested, you know, charged with first degree murder I'd be like yeah that sounds right but um at the same time I I can I I can believe he didn't do it and just it looks very very bad you know
0: um Jerry looks
2: guilty without being
0: Jeremy Jones is the other guy
2: the other serial and
0: yeah then they uh talked to him in mobile okay And he confessed to six to eight murders,
2: but not this one, right?
0: Um. Yeah. No, I I think he did. Yeah, he confessed. He's the guy who said he did it. Yeah. Yeah. But then something happens to where um, they kind of don't believe him.
2: Yeah, he he didn't have the information on where the body was or other details on this crime that only the killer would have. So they knew he didn't, he confessed, but he didn't do it. He's just telling a story.
0: So you're stumped on this one too, huh?
2: Um, I'm more stumped on this one than I am on the, on the Raver. Like I, I feel kind of strongly about the, the Ray Rivera. I don't know why mm-hmm. I just, I had sort of that gut feeling of seems like a, A psychotic break.
0: All right. Well, um, okay. In my
2: expert opinion as a...
0: Yes, uh, of course. A criminologist. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Psychiatrist and criminologist. Yes. Adding to your your resume every show. Um,
2: Patrice was eaten by an alligator. (laughs) (laughs) My expert opinion as a herpetologist. No. Um, so are you thinking, are are you thinking Rob had to be Rob?
0: It's just,
2: you're not there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just,
2: I'll just say if if I was on a, okay. If I was on a jury and this was all the evidence that I was presented with, I don't know that I would find him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 feel I couldn't like say I need that more. for sure. feel
2: but... like I need more.
0: Yeah, definitely need more, but that dude ain't right. No. He's, he's done something fucked up, okay? It's
2: I just... will find him guilty of not being right, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to find him guilty of murder.
0: I don't know. I think he has too much of a smugness to him.
2: Oh, he does, for sure.
0: And it's just, mm-mm.
2: Yeah, I, I, I need more. I need an update. Yeah. I need updates on all of these. Update? Update on that one too.
0: Uh, that, okay. I wondered if they would have a miraculous update at the <laughs>
2: end of this. July 1st. That would have been
0: awesome. I'll be like, oh
2: updates. my God! What's the airing of this 45 minutes ago? I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: um, so, uh, the third episode, I don't think we'll get into as much.
2: Uh, okay. I don't have much to say about this one.
0: Uh, This is called The House of Terror, and it is in French. So, okay, this is where it lost me because, as we all know, I'm going to sit on my phone while I watch stuff.
2: (laughs) You're not going to look at subtitles, are you?
0: I was like, oh, God, the whole thing's in French, and I kept trying to pay attention. and It would just lose me at times. But um, from what I remember, a whole family – Except for the dad Mm -hmm. was found. Their bodies were found under the deck of their house.
2: Yep. Buried. Sort of.
0: After they had been missing for a while.
2: For some time. Yes.
0: And then they had. um, The neighbors had gotten suspicious because nobody was around.
2: Right. And they had gotten letters.
0: Yeah. They got the letter. That's right.
2: Reported to be from. The family,
0: family from yeah.
2: the father specifically I guess saying we had to relocate because we're actually work, working for the FDA in the United States or something yeah, yeah. Like well, they, some they said they yeah. basically were relocating to the United States because they were government officials in some capacity mm-hmm. which everybody kind of took as bullshit but at the same time they were sort of weird and secretive anyway. So mm. they were thinking, well, maybe, um, certainly abrupt that they're all gone like this.
0: And their children were not young. They were like adult, like,
2: yeah, like college age.
0: college age. Um, so they had had to he will, the implication is that the dad did it, right?
2: Right. So. He's the one person who was not dead under the house.
0: And disappeared
2: and disappeared. And they kind of tracked his whereabouts, his mm-hmm. escape, if you will, mm-hmm. um, wasn't exactly doing a lot to hide, but ultimately did disappear, fell off the radar, uh, and is now, I guess gone off the grid entirely. No one's seen him. This all went down what uh, two thousand eleven. 11, 12-ish, yeah. sounds right. Yeah, and come to find out, this is a very prominent, wealthy family, ties to, like, French nobility, all this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but they had severe money trouble, mm-hmm. like, financially, they were basically broke. Uh, this guy had a lot of failed business ventures. He had purchased a gun in the days or weeks prior to the murders, also a silencer. Um, hello, like yeah. it, I mean, there's circumstantial evidence, and there's circumstantial evidence. Like mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. This, this, it's pretty mm-hmm. damning. I mean, it's this one seems pretty obvious. Like he killed his family and made a run for it.
0: So, what what was the reasoning for this? You think it was the money problems?
2: Um I think yeah. he didn't
0: want to put his family through the is yeah. a mercy killing.
2: Kind of one of those uh, family annihilator logic. Mm-hmm. Um, although normally that's a murder suicide situation, is right. my understanding. Uh, he is the rare two percent who does not kill himself, mm-hmm. I guess. But I mean, clearly he did it. <laughs> It's just yeah. weird. See otherwise, wouldn't he care that yeah. his whole family's dead now? It's just <laughs> there's not really a sexier explanation here. Like you, you kind of want to. The show kind of wants you to to lead you down the path of the the sexiest story, which may or may not be the most plausible story, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But in this case, I mean, it seems pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
2: And it's just the mystery is, I mean, first of all, why? Well, why does anybody do anything? But, and and where is he now? Right. Is he still alive? And if so, where?
0: And, um, another type, they had, I think it was three boys and a girl. Um, sounds right. For the kids, but the one boy wasn't his, the oldest, I think.
2: Yeah. Um, prior to marrying um, the mom of their three children they had together, she had gotten pregnant and uh, right. they get married. He adopts that child, which they right. kind of made a whole to do about because it was a thing that, you know, just wasn't done.
0: Right. Especially with the, you know, the son of a count or whatever he was. Yeah. Um, and, So then when they found the bodies, that kid was buried separately Mm -hmm. from the others. And then some people were thinking, like, it was because he wasn't his kid or maybe, like, he realized that if he didn't kill that kid, because I think he had to lie to him to get him back to the house to kill him.
2: Yeah, he had gone back to
0: university.
2: Uh Yeah. And was called. um, And I'm not sure how they verified this, but apparently was told that, hey, your mother is sick. Um, I need your help. You got to come back home.
0: Yeah. uh, Maybe there's a voicemail or something.
2: Yeah, a voicemail, something like that. So I guess the idea is, is he killed that kid first to make sure. I was thinking
0: it It was last
2: or last because because like,
0: yeah, yeah, because like maybe he would think that if he left the boy that he might end up with the title or money Uh or I mean, they don't have any money technically, I guess, but like
1: maybe
2: some kind of insurance policy or something, (laughs) which I don't know how He would expect to collect that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it it was more of a psychological motivation of, well, if I can't get this money, then I sure don't want him to have it either. Right.
0: Right, Yeah. Or have any kind of claim whatsoever to anything, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's not his. But I think it would take a kind of fucked up person to, like, raise a child his whole life. And then do that at the end. You know yeah, what I'm to have
2: this, still have yeah. this weird kind of.
0: Yeah. So I think, I don't think, I think maybe it was just a chance of opportunity.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Like maybe mm-hmm. the kid was supposed to calm down for the weekend and didn't. Mm hmm. So he just went ahead and.
2: It just, he didn't want any loose ends.
0: Yeah, so. no loose ends. Yeah, that's a fucked up. If so I'm story. gonna
2: be a family annihilator, I've gotta yep. make sure I get all of them. I mean.
0: Because there not so some... I, I
2: I can't rationalize that one, but I know that somehow they do.
0: Yeah, and the bodies were like wrapped up, you know, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: um So it's definitely planned.
1: Yeah.
2: There was a, a theory Proposed that perhaps he did not expect anyone to find the bodies, mm-hmm. or at least not as quickly as they did. Right, and that sort of made him scramble. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, the police were—it took something like eight visits. Yeah, because the police were being hounded over and over and over. You've got to find something at that house. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, if not for the notoriety of this family you know, maybe four visits. Oh, we didn't find anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it just turns into a cold case, even though, I mean, you think that that sounds like a staggering level of incompetence. Yeah, a
0: little
2: bit. It's not unheard of. I mean, this is how cold cases happen, right?
0: Yeah, you're right.
2: A lot of these things really come down to the will and the competence of the investigators, I think. I think that's the common thread throughout, sort of all these. That's why they're mysteries, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't yeah. do their
2: job. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you do. You solve mysteries. <laughs> and you didn't do it.
0: Oh my god! All right, so, where do we have an idea? Do you think this guy just fucked off to some no-name place and started? Yeah,
2: over? I think he started over. Yeah. yeah. It, if he's still alive, which I feel like. I guess he could have killed himself later. Um, not outside the realm of possibility. Definitely
0: but not, yeah.
2: If he is still alive, I, I think it's one of these deals where it's like he saw himself as a failure and and somehow got it in his head that I need a clean slate mm-hmm. in a truly radical sense. And Killed his whole whole family and decided that, okay, I just am starting over now from scratch. Damn. I know. How cold-blooded is that? It's rough, man. Mm.
0: Hmm. All right, so the next story is, I feel like a little, not very mysterious as well, but we'll we'll see
1: what you think.
0: It's called No Ride Home. Um, it is about a kid named Alonzo Brooks who goes missing after a party and is later found dead. Um, a suspected hate crime here since um, he was black and mm. he was at a party full of white kids.
2: Yep.
0: Um, which is really, like you said, they lead you to believe these things, but it's mm-hmm. also not that much of a stretch to see it actually being the absolute truth.
2: No. And, and where did this take place? I was uh, just
0: trying to remember.
2: Oklahoma. Was. I, I want to
0: say it was Oklahoma.
2: Okay. If we both think that then. Yeah. Oklahoma, Arkansas, one or the other. Um, right. And so he's friends with people at this party but, I don't know, it sounded like some shit went down, and uh, his good friend leaves to, like, get cigarettes or something and mm-hmm. gets turned around.
0: Gets lost.
2: Because this is in a remote, somewhere out in the country, this house where this mm-hmm. party is taking place. Which, again, I've been there, done that, you know? Yeah. I know, I that, I- I know how that old, <laughs> how that is. Um, talk about living in the South in the South, right. Mm -hmm. That's a kind of a cultural thing. And um, yeah, so the friend leaves and gets all turned around, can't find his way back. And hence our title of the episode, no ride home. Um, Mm -hmm. Essentially he was left at this house party overnight. uh, And no one can find him the next day. And there's a search party over and over. They comb the area trying to find him. Several days later, uh, find his body in a creek, I believe it was, or a ravine or something.
0: Yeah, funnily enough, uh, none of the family is allowed to go and search for him there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's weeks or a week. Or it's a, it's a decent amount of time. It was like, a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's way more than it should have been for the family to be allowed to go and look. But as soon as they start looking, they find his body.
2: Right. And other people who had looked said we went over that creek mm-hmm. and if the body was here, like it wasn't here a week ago. Right. You know? Right. We would have so, We would have found it.
0: Yeah, all that was very sketch, but Mm -hmm. um, they, all these people were in high school at the time, or were they Uh, just out of high school?
2: Yeah, like maybe, yeah, because they mentioned it was a mix of kind of different age groups at this party, like anyone from youngest, maybe 16 up to, you know, early 20s.
0: Right, right. Um, so it looked like they were a pretty good, like a tight group of friends, you know, and this kid seemed pretty likable and, you know, tight with all these kids. Like, I don't think that they in any way took him there to have anything happen to him. I don't either. Um, I think that.
2: Quite, I didn't see a motive. I, think, I, I, I didn't see a motive on their part to do anything no, like that. No, yeah, the
0: friends, just, they you could tell they were torn up about it, but mm. also I also think they kind of know what happened.
2: Yes. I I got that feeling too, that sense it, that they just something wasn't right. Like
1: yeah.
2: something happened at that party.
1: Yeah.
2: That they all saw or Talked about at least. Yeah. Somebody saw and they talked about, and
0: somebody is covered up. Like Uh they they talked through their story to like come up with the story, and Uh, yeah, they were, and and I don't. It's real subtle, and like I don't know what makes me think that, but it maybe it's just me being nuts because I am. Mm -hmm. But like well. There's this weird vibe with like the way that they tell their story, and they just seem to have this like hold back quality to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know it sounds very weird
2: where they're almost too they I, I, I that, feel like their guilt is genuine that they're experiencing, mm-hmm. but also feel like it's a little too much at the same time. yeah, um.
0: It's it's disproportionate guilt.
2: Yeah. Um, which I mean yeah, this was their friend and they mm-hmm. feel responsible for taking him to his party basically leaving hanging him out to dry. Oh, uh, uh, it was
0: Kansas, Gardner, Kansas.
2: Kansas. Okay, sorry. So this is Kansas. Um but whatever same idea. Yeah. <laughs> so same. Good, but whatever. Yeah, also <laughs> Um and also with the body, they mentioned how it didn't seem like he could have sat there for weeks and weeks because
1: yeah,
2: because of the condition of of which, although the coroner was like, yeah, that didn't really mean anything, but he had materials on him that it, had they been exposed to water, mm-hmm. Would should have, not have been right. in the pristine condition that they were found in. Basically,
0: yeah, I, I so.
2: Goes a lot further than I think. Yeah. A cell phone and a pair of glasses surviving a fall. Yeah. Like there was, he had money. He had a wallet. He had some papers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his clothing was basically fine. Like it just seemed like, you know, he had not been here. His body had not been in this spot for long.
0: Yeah, I feel like they definitely moved him after mm-hmm. whatever happened happened, and everybody got their story straight and then they just couldn't wait anymore.
2: And, you know, it it could be as simple as, you know, as far as these friends knowing something, it could be, Oh, well he was flirting with his girlfriend hot and heavy. Yes. And that guy said, I'm going to kill you motherfucker. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was somebody they knew Mm -hmm. like some acquaintance of theirs, not necessarily a friend of, alonzo's Mm -hmm. and like maybe they just they heard that but they don't want to say anything because they don't want to implicate that person Mm -hmm. for whatever reason like Mm it just it could be as simple as that yep but yep yep
0: Uh, and um or like he mouthed off to somebody um everybody mm -hmm. was drunk and maybe it was an accident, you know, if they got into a fight, somebody mm-hmm. pushed somebody or something, you know, but um, I just feel like all those kids are just covering for each other.
2: Yeah. I don't know that it's a hate crime necessarily. I mean, I could believe it no. very easily. I could believe it, but I think it's just as likely that, I mean, yes, there was foul play, but he it wasn't he wasn't targeted because right
0: of, because of he's black yeah. yeah well i mean
2: although I, well yeah there's different ways you can look yeah at that. like if if it was a white person doing committing whatever so let's say that he got in a fight with somebody if there was a white person in that in his same shoes committing the same supposed transgression they're not going to wind up dead you know,
1: exact.
0: Exact.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, Yep. you can look at it that way and yep. I absolutely 100% can buy that. Um, but as you said, maybe it's, it's accidental. They just got into a scuffle here again. Does it happen if he's white? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it's, it's for sure. Some foul play involved here certainly seems like a body got moved mm-hmm. and people know friends, more
0: than they're saying
2: people know more than they're saying. Yeah.
0: And then I, this one was tough uh, yeah. to watch. I think just because the mother, Oh yeah. Um, because you could tell like that was her baby and that was her life. And, yeah. and he seemed like, you know, a real sweet kid, uh, a lot a fun, fun kid. Yeah. And, Probably had a, a pretty good feature so um, that was a hard one to watch. I mean, they're all hard to watch, but mm-hmm. um, all right. Now we get to the real episode.
2: Oh god! The whole <laughs> time we get to the real. Episode.
0: Two hours in, we get to the real episode <laughs> because the whole time I'm watching, like I'm enjoying these shows, but I'm like,
2: uh.
0: Where my UFO one at?
2: You um, told me this was coming out before I, yeah. You watched it before I did yes. And you said hey there's a UFO one I'm like oh that tracks I mean that's, that's what the show would do Back um, in the day
0: Yeah and this one does not Disappoint uh, yeah. This is a real Weird episode too mm-hmm. uh, So the story Is it's um, What do they call it? Great Barrington Massachusetts
2: Oh very good I couldn't have come up with that
0: um, in 1969 and they're, they get through the, they kind of hit on like three different families and stories yeah. from this, this one experience, but like, um, it's like a mom and her kids, which they were kind of all mom and kids, really all these scenarios. Uh,
2: yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> um, so they see a craft. All right. And then one of the children, I think his name's Tommy, gets taken aboard the craft Mm -hmm. after he sees it. And then he sees um, uh, another girl on the ship while he's there. Yes. And then we get that girl's story. So I thought that was pretty cool. And (laughs) so that girl lived in that same area. And... She was
2: they they went to school together, but went, traveled in different circles. Right,
0: yeah. And she was a little bit older than him.
2: Uh-huh. I think, I think so.
0: Um, where does she get taken from? She got taken from the car?
2: Yes. So she is um with uh her family sister, right they went, her her yes.
0: parents, they went to get her sister and her
2: parents because they went to get ice cream yeah and she talks about we didn't want to be doing that we were teenagers like we you know wanted to be and you know this was on labor day right so it was like we're labor day weekend so it's like the last seems like the last uh weekend of summer before mm-hmm. school starts, is sort of the impression I got. I don't remember if they say that or not, but
0: she said she had friends to go, she had plans to go to a friend's house to smoke a cigarette because she's stealing from her. Wanted mom. to be
2: smoking cigarettes, <laughs> exactly. Yep, that's what yes. mm-hmm. that I remember. I remember her talking about we just wanted to be smoking cigarettes, you know, hanging out with our friends, not with our parents getting ice cream, but that's what they're doing, and she. Recounts uh, being abducted. Um, yeah,
0: taken onto the ship.
2: Mm-hmm, where she saw.
0: She her. doesn't remember. She
2: doesn't her remember, now, right?
0: But he remembers seeing her. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really say much about it. I guess she doesn't really remember much about being on there. But she said there were other children there. Yeah. And then um, they would slowly disappear from the room.
2: Yes, that did come from her.
0: Um, which is creepy. Right. Where are Get you at sure. on aliens, Tim? We've talked about this, I'm sure, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I I think it's pretty implausible and frankly depressing to think that in the vastness of existence that we're all there is. I agree. That just seems totally, it just seems way less believable than. Yeah. um, Believing that there's quote unquote aliens right now. The question is, are there other quote unquote people out there um, that are advanced enough that they are capable of like, faster than light travel Mm -hmm. Mm. so that, I mean, within our known solar system, we can kind of rule to cert to a certain extent. Like there's not other intelligent life probably inhabiting the planets in our solar system. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think we could reasonably say that without sounding like an asshole, you know, Mm. So, you're getting into some distance, is my point, right? Okay. Some considerable distance from Earth, but in cosmic terms, not really necessarily. I got
0: you. Okay. Yeah. But
2: from our perspective as people and the things that we are capable of doing with our own technology, far, far, far beyond our reach, seems like. Are we beyond their reach, is the question and I just don't really know. I mean, this is where you get into questions of technology. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I mean, are these UFOs, these, these aircraft evidence of this far more sophisticated, perhaps faster than light technology. And if so,
0: of course they are.
2: Why would, why do they have an interest in us? Like there's so many questions you can look at and examine there.
0: Well, I think humans would be fascinating and or terrifying to study if I was an a, an, alien? an alien species, a, a, an intelligent species. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we're weird. And we have this gorgeous little planet here. The, all we just do is, like, terrible things all the time. Yeah. And uh, in a recent theory that I've heard that perhaps aliens are our missing link genetically, and um,
2: I've heard that one.
0: Uh, in the in the link so, of a evolution, yeah. we were seeded from aliens. Chain. Yes, so uh, um, heard that one. And perhaps they have some interest in us based on the fact that uh, we come from them.
2: Mm. Okay, so. It's almost a a science experiment. uh,
0: Yeah. So yeah.
2: Some sense.
0: So they're just keeping tabs on us, seeing how bad we fuck shit up. It's not going well. Mm -hmm.
2: No, it's not.
0: (laughs) They're they're really questioning. Yeah. What what went wrong here? I'll tell you
2: one thing about this. That sort, I think I can believe. UFOs and UFO sightings. I, I'm sort of more on board with that than I think I am abductions. Um, mm-hmm. just because abductions rely so much on people and their perspectives and their biases potentially and their agendas per like, you don't see evidence per se for abductions versus, UFOs, which, hello, there's footage out there. of.
0: I would say there's some pretty good abduction evidence. I mean, it just, I guess, depends on your definition of evidence.
2: I mean, nobody's come back pregnant with an alien and given birth, right? (laughs) Nobody's come back with, like...
0: Uh, Alien-human hybrids.
2: Uh, Have they? Aliens
0: are, are historically interested in hybrids and uh women's reproductive systems yeah.
2: yeah and some of that is where i sort
1: of
2: like i don't know like not to say people are lying necessarily <laughs> but um
0: but like aliens came across the galaxy for that pussies. <laughs>
2: right well, it, you know it's just you don't a little, really want
0: to hear that it,
2: it, it's a bit much yeah. also okay here's the one that I, I had to laugh at this again i'm not trying to make fun or be like the dickhead skeptic although i do tend to be more of a skeptic than mm-hmm. a believer i guess but, you're not but
0: a uh, dickhead.
2: try not to be a dickhead anyway was um this was a different family okay so there's another family in a mm-hmm. car uh, kid and his brother.
0: Same day, same
2: night. So, yeah, same Almost night. Had the same night. Same mm-hmm. night. Um, kid and his brother, mom and grandma. Um, so they had an experience with this UFO where it it you know shines this vast blinding light on them in the car, and then they have next thing you know they have several hours unaccounted for, Three. and they are. Three hours unaccounted for. And the mom and the grandma are in opposite seats now in the car. It's like they switch places.
0: And the grandma never drives.
2: And the grandma never drives.
0: That's fucked up, man.
2: That is fucked up. Although, here's why I laugh. So they're aliens. Mm -hmm. Let's suppose this is an abduction scenario. Mm -hmm. Aliens picked them up, picked their whole car up, maybe just the people in the car, who knows. um, Subjected them to sexual reproductive experimentation, whatever they do, obviously. Um, And then took pains to sort of make sure that they weren't cognizant of this experience, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because you don't want everybody knowing that these aliens are active and doing these things, but can't seem to figure out (laughs) where everyone was sitting at, (laughs) what is it? Amateur night on alien abduction (laughs) central here.
0: Well, maybe it's just a small detail that's like, nobody forgot. Like nobody, I don't
2: know. They noted, nobody noted
0: (laughs) the positioning of the humans, because maybe they didn't intend to take them, but they had to because they saw them. Hmm.
2: Can't you just men in black their minds? You yeah,
0: know? they just, just go. Psh,
2: psh, psh, yeah, with the with the pen and yeah. you don't have to move. You don't have to play musical chairs with anybody or.
0: Well, maybe they figured since we we got to zap these people, we might as well look around in their anuses. or whatever. Yeah.
2: Oh, sure. As you do. But um,
0: <laughs> I wonder what grandma's anus looks like. <laughs>
2: Take a look. I'm just saying, it's like amateur, <laughs> it's alien abduction amateur hour with them. It could, have
0: been. it could have been the new guy. Oh, god, you
2: don't know, you
0: don't know about like, alien workplace
2: as if we've lost confidence enough in our own leadership. We have to think to this higher authority that, or this higher power, if you will, that. <laughs> Doesn't know their ass from a hole in the ground either, apparently.
0: Well, wouldn't that be so scary though, if you had that experience here, that little boy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because his memories are very clear. He, t- he says it several times. Like I, like I remember it like it was yesterday. I see it. I, I can see the back Wait. of my grandma's head and um, extreme detail. And then boom. And then you don't know what happened in the last three hours. And everything's all weird.
2: I mean these people all seem very plausible. I don't know what possible motive they would have to
0: There's never.
2: That's put together and concoct this story and it's just
0: That's why I believe in they these It seems
2: quite credible.
0: because why else would these I mean, I, and I know, but like logically crazy people yeah, they can talk about this shit but like a person who just wants to live a normal life why would they even think about trying to tell these stories like i just have never had that question answered for me and that's why i tend to believe it you know unless somebody's actively trying to profit off of their um abduction story then why the hell tell it
2: which i i don't know that any of them have it i mean i've never heard this story before Had you no,
0: mm. and i'm you know this is my wheelhouse so mm-hmm. um i know crap about this so yeah I can't believe i've never heard this one
2: yeah, and I mean that there's always the well, they were abducted, but it wasn't aliens. Maybe this is some kind of
0: mm, that's yeah, when you break the government. Bring government. Uh-huh. Yeah, always.
2: You get into, you remember back in the good old days, back in the nineties when conspiracy theories were kind of twee and innocent and mm-hmm. sort of you know, you listen to laughable. your laughable, you listen to your weird uncle and you thought. Well, that's pretty far fetched, but sounds like a smart guy who knows what he's talking about. And now that Uncle today (laughs) is just this asshole, blowhard, who, like, is just know it all, and you don't understand, like, this is how the world really works. And you just, the last person in the world you want to spend a minute of your time with. Exactly. Because it's all just such bullshit now it's all just so ego driven now and I guess it still was back then but mm -hmm. you didn't have the same access to technology and to information and you would just hear these crazy things and be like well I don't know whereas today you're kind of I think we're all sort of more skeptically minded so it's like well let's get out my supercomputer that I carry around in my pocket every day <laughs> and look off what you just told me. Oh, bullshit. Look at that. <laughs> and then that, that makes them mad, right? It, it gets, it really pisses them off that they, they can be so easily refuted and, and dismissed. Yeah. And that's just.
0: And then that's when you just have to agree to disagree. They or ratchet
2: off and they get yeah. crazy, crazy. Yeah. I, I think that's what's happened is why we've gone so that's mm-hmm.
0: So the access to
2: all the technology in the world at our fingertips, and (laughs) we've never been dumber.
0: Never. So Um, so the girl that is taken on the ship, she gets dropped off totally out of the way over by the lake and she has to walk home.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. She's like posited somewhere else.
0: That is terrifying.
2: Yeah. Pretty careless.
0: Um, Yeah. And then the other boy that got abducted out of his yard, the one that saw her on the ship, um, they bring him back. And uh, the people that witnessed him being taken, like, he got legit taken, like, beam of light from the ship, mm-hmm. uh, beam me up, full on
2: abduction. The, the eyewitness describes seeing him, like, running in place and yeah, trying to yeah. to get away, and he couldn't. He was...
0: And then he disappeared, and he was gone for seven minutes um, in the time, in, in Earth time, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where he was when, when on the ship. It's like, do they get him on the ship and then go away somewhere, or just take him on the ship, maybe go in orbit? Like, where do they go with him? Do they, uh, is it a portal? Do they go back to their planet? I, I'm confused. Anyway. You
2: know, they just, yeah, are they in a waiting room for a little while? Yeah. Maybe. 7 minutes of our time is like right. 7 hours of theirs right. uh, uh, it, because they're somehow like bending the space time continuum uh
0: they seem to, yeah I don't, who knows um, so then he gets returned
2: cuz it does seem like you're right no that's that's a good point you're right because 7 minutes is not a very long time to do mm-hmm. Anything. sexual reproductive experimentation yeah.
0: mm-hmm. especially
2: if you're in a waiting room for part of it which
0: mm-hmm.
2: they With sort of children yeah, yeah according to what was her name Melanie I think so I might be making that up but um, yeah she says that she was surrounded by other children who just sort of one by one disappeared that sounds like a waiting room situation mm-hmm.
0: to me you know it sounds like some sort of like testing, Like a COVID test. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just swab these kids and see if they got... It looks like they're looking for something.
2: Looking for something. In the
0: abduction cases. People who are susceptible to certain things or, Uh you know. Who knows? It's like a cataloging of...
2: just a certain blood type or something. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like some, some sort of device that they have where they can, like take some sort of sample and then like, Oh, this is not the one we're looking for. Like they're looking for like the for one, the, the one, like they're looking and,
2: for you, Jenny.
0: Yeah, they are The aliens. I'm right here.
2: I haven't found you. So you're saying you want to have, okay. So here I went down the rabbit hole with this one too, a little bit. And this is where I started to get, um, paranoid and scared oh,
0: uh, yeah. Well yes This was as, always as my scary. reaction to UFO uh, Episodes during Unsolved Mysteries I would always freak out So I'm Gosh. there with you
2: And the thing is like, I don't really believe in you know ghosts But As I said it's entirely plausible That there is other intelligent life Out there mm-hmm. And we have no idea How advanced they are So this is just something maybe beyond our capabilities, but I don't find it that far-fetched that if they have this level of technology that they could do these things. I, I agree. So, it's just, how far do you want to go with that? mm mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just... Mm. Yeah, I guess people are called um, experiencers now, which is a term experiencers. I experiencers a term I had not heard until uh, researching after this episode. And there are people who have had these alien encounters, abductions, or or encounters of some sort. Not just saw a UFO, but had right. well, yeah. An experience,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, maybe time unaccounted for.
0: I think that sounds too close to influencers.
2: Influencers, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I don't I know like, which came first.
0: <laughs> I like abductees better.
2: Yeah, I, I guess maybe they they don't feel that that captures the range of true phenomenon. But um, yeah, so experiencers. these people were all experiencers. You want to be an experiencer, it sounds like.
0: I would I would love to be an experiencer. And I I, know that sounds insane, but like
2: my
1: goddamn (laughs) mind.
0: As scary as it is, I have always wanted to see an alien. I've always wanted to I mean, it would terrify me, but like at least I would know, you know what I'm saying?
2: (laughs) I I'd legit think I would, I would lose
0: drive my, them crazy. I would ask so many questions.
2: I would lose my I would not be able to come back from that, I don't think.
1: Oh, if, no. If
2: I, had, if I had any sort of memory of it, you know, I, I would probably spend a lot of time questioning my own sanity if I was mm-hmm. even in a state of mental coherence at all, but I just don't think I would be. I, I don't think I'd come back from something like that.
0: Well, maybe that's another reason why a lot of children are, you know, (laughs) taken is because they get their their little minds can kind of protect themselves and convince themselves it was something else or whatever. But like
2: plasticity. Yeah. coping skills, whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, Kids are more resilient, I think. But um, but it seems like these people have dealt with this their entire life, too. And like it wasn't always easy you
2: know right yeah the uh the guy uh i guess tommy talked about just wanting to be able to live a normal life and Mm -hmm. not be um thought of as the crazy ufo alien guy
0: right i mean Uh, because nobody would you know want to be thought of that way
2: the woman who owned the restaurant Mm-hmm. we didn't talk about her she and her friend I guess this was was that his mother um
0: yeah I think it was the first boy's mother
2: yes. Mm-hmm. they they were not together when they had their separate
0: right.
2: experiences right. but
0: and they never talked about it
2: and they never oh, talked no. about it with yeah. each other yeah she was with a girlfriend driving back from somewhere mm-hmm. and th- they didn't get abducted to their but, recollection mm-hmm but they saw this immense, enormous object mm-hmm. take off, basically.
0: I thought it interesting, too, that they tried to, like, go to the radio station to, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: validate their claims. I'm like, why would you do that?
2: <laughs> yeah, just, I guess because that was the only...
0: I I think they were like, did you get any weird calls?
2: You yeah. Know, well, they, they like... checked police reports. Yeah. and. Newspapers and didn't see anything. So, I guess the other option would have been radio. Um, Because nobody's writing blogs, you know, in 1969 or anything or going on YouTube. (laughs) So, they're like, well, these are the only forms of mass communication, really. Um, And, of course, there's no radio logs from back then. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I don't find terribly unusual
0: no nah, they like the dude says they tape over everything so yeah. i've so, also
2: that maybe aliens are not um a, a, an outer space type phenomenon but an interdimensional
0: see now that phenomenon. makes that it's like why would you need a a ship
2: it, maybe it's it's not so much a spaceship but it's the it's like the Delorean basically like a, it's how they mm, travel between dimensions i like it You like that, that would
0: explain like where they go when they abduct people mm-hmm
2: has to get up to a certain speed before it yeah. can uh,
0: break 88 the dimensional
2: miles barrier. I mean, I don't Yeah, it's, it's only 88 miles. It's, it's really crazy. not that much. It, it looks like a lot, but it's, it's not really. Or uh, they
0: could have just generators, like faster than light technology, that just mm-hmm. will let them, you know, warp jump, basically.
2: Yeah, warp jump, exactly.
0: I like that, too.
2: Jump to hyperspace.
0: That would explain some of the movements of their ships being... Extremely sudden.
2: You know? I almost, I'm almost more into the interdimensional theory than I am the.
0: I like it too.
2: The space travel theory.
0: Well, I mean, is it the same or is it just? Some yeah, major?
2: like which is which makes the most sense that that there are beings out there capable of faster than light travel mm-hmm. within our. Established universe, or that beyond our established universe, there are beings capable of not necessarily faster than light travel, but interdimensional travel. Like, like I mean, between worlds.
0: Are, like, we're still
2: we're talking about we're talking about theoretical yeah physics, I guess. Either way, right?
0: <laughs> it's an interesting distinction, though.
2: Hmm.
0: Between actually having to physically travel the space miles.
2: The, the distance, yeah, Yeah,
0: the distance. And mm-hmm. and having the wormhole or whatever. Yeah, having
2: a portal between, yeah. which we don't, I mean, you get into alternate realities and things like that. Which, which is I do
0: enjoy a, as well, yeah. I do
2: enjoy a great deal. And like I would say upside
0: down. It. What if their planet is like the... What if we're the upside down of their planet?
2: Oh, we're definitely the... If that's how it works, then we would definitely be the upside down. This fucking shithole, come on.
0: Maybe they're trying to save us.
2: (laughs) They need to be trying harder.
0: And then they test us for COVID or something, and then they're like, no, this one's contaminated, and then they just put them back.
2: Mm, I like
0: it. Because there are a lot of Disappearances in this country too.
2: There are Maybe On the, they the in the planet, place.
0: really. So I mean, May a have, lot of people they, die.
2: They abducted the father of the family.
0: They did
2: in France. Yes. That yeah.
0: Maybe he was an alien the whole time. Oh God. Well, another one we've not solved, Tim. What are we doing?
2: I didn't expect to solve this one though. I, I can tell you that uh, that that one's just. There's way too much going on there and it, it gets into things that are beyond my grasp. They just really are. Well Like I said, the ghost stuff I'm like
0: oh, I hope there's a ghost episode in the next block.
2: That, it feels like there has to be. Yeah. That one I'm sure I'll shit all over, but <laughs> aliens, I'm like, eh, I can I can fuck with, I can entertain this.
0: Um, So briefly, we we can talk real quick about the last one, although I feel like that's also kind of obvious who. Yeah. um, I mean, because they kind of tell you, but um, it's called Missing Witness. This one was pretty heartbreaking and um, had had some descriptions of murder and getting rid of the body that were truly horrific. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So the story with this one is this lady who apparently had a a magic pussy or uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, she she's she had like
2: you six, said it, not me.
0: she had like six daughters five or six daughters and mm. um, so just totally a free spirit we'll put it that way and okay. there we go uh apparently had a lot of relationships. Um, she would jump from guy to guy pretty much.
1: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: she was with this one guy, Albert, and he was a pretty good guy. Got close to the kids. I think they got married. Yep. Okay, and then then she starts fucking his brother. Yep. His name is Gary. Greg.
2: Hmm. He one sounds. One cor- this sounds correct. Yeah. One of
0: those. Then Probably she marries. Him. Yeah. yeah. so then yeah they move
2: yeah she marries her brother-in-law
0: yeah marries her brother-in-law um moves all the kids up there with him he's also a decent guy you know is a good stepfather to them um and but the mother is still a piece of shit Mm -hmm. and so then she starts (laughs)
2: sorry the way you said (laughs) it
0: And then, so, she gets a boyfriend.
2: I mean, really, she's, like, this piece of shit, and she keeps landing, like, pretty decent guys and still fucking up.
0: Yeah, and, um, so then, then the husband uh, turns up missing. Now, her story is that he went to go go buy some fighting chickens. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean, can't argue with that. Yeah. (laughs) Fighting chickens.
2: Went out yes. to buy cigarettes and never came home. The equivalent here in the country. <laughs> Went out to buy chickens never came back.
0: I think this is in Missouri. <laughs> so, that old saw. Uh,
1: yes. And,
0: but so the daughters um, eventually, one of the, the oldest daughter eventually confesses that the mom killed the ex. Or Mm -hmm. the husband. And she said he was sitting there because she goes to the brother. So the guy that used to be her stepdaddy.
1: Former (laughs) stepdaddy, yes.
0: um, She eventually goes to him and confesses and he records it. So it's Mm -hmm. on tape. And And
2: he he has an interest in this because this is his brother. that. Very complicated situation.
0: Right. Brother slash ex slash stepkids.
2: Two brothers who are married to the same piece of shit woman.
0: Yes. Um, And so she confesses that the mom did it and that he was just sitting there, I think she said eating eggs. And the mom came in and shot him two or three times. Shot him in the head. And... Uh, so she cleans out the body. Several of the children see her and the boyfriend dragging the body away later on, wrapped up. Um, and then they allegedly burn the body. And then she makes her daughter toss his ashes out the truck window from a bucket. Yes. And that is cold.
2: And well, she talks about, um, in somewhat vivid detail, uh, gathering up the remains and burning her fingertips uh, in order to
0: get rid of the ashes.
2: Dispose of, yeah, the yeah. ashes.
0: That's fucked up. So, yeah. um, basically, there's no, like, investigation.
2: And this was recorded. He, re- he recorded yeah. her yeah, he recorded. telling him this. In um, his home.
0: But I guess the cops never even cared about what happened to old Gary. Because yes. allegedly nothing got done. Um,
2: Maybe. I mean, it might have been inadmissible because uh, she didn't know she was being recorded. Yes. That's entirely possible. That doesn't mean it, it, it's untrue. Right. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what. Motive she would have to make this story up. Um,
0: well, the mom the, made her recant that as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so there it's obvious. There's never, gonna I think be-
2: that is what happened. It, it yeah. did get pursued by the police and then she later recanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they felt like they didn't really have a case.
0: There's no physical evidence. So there's nothing.
2: No, there's no physical evidence
0: um and so eventually the family's like well there's no there's not going to be any criminal charges so they file the civil suit and uh so the oldest daughter's name was lena the one that confessed to everything and so she's named in this civil suit and <laughs> they're like where's lena and lena is missing
1: mm-hmm.
0: the mom says well, she has since um, had a child and is kind of, from what I understand it, she was still in with their mom. They said financially dependent on the mom. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I feel like they still had a relationship and she was living with her. But then the mom says she up and left and went to Florida with some guy and she never came home. Uh huh. And so, she has the, all the sisters there, and they're all like, uh, no, she left her son, and there is no guy in Florida. Yeah, so,
2: that makes no sense.
0: <laughs> so, all the daughters already know, like, she killed her, and mm-hmm. to keep her from um, testifying in the case, presumably, so.
2: And one of the daughters, I think the second oldest, tells a harrowing story about oh, how- yeah. She was taken like out into the woods by her mom and the guy the mom started fucking after or during her marriage to Gary um, and after she killed Gary and basically was told to get out of the truck and they're in this remote area and sees that the the new guy... Who I don't know if the mom was married to or not. um, Her boyfriend, we'll call him, Mm -hmm. has a gun drawn on her, and her reaction: she panics and runs back around to the front of the truck and opens it up and just grabs her mom, so that you know now he has to shoot both of them. Essentially, Mm -hmm. if he's if he's going to do it,
0: and And she just begs for her life.
2: Yeah, begs her mother, don't let him kill me, and that presumably saved her life. Uh, But it was sort of like whether she was going to do it or not was taken as a warning Mm -hmm. of this is kind of where you stand with me.
0: Yep. So the mom, I mean, clearly has no issues um, taking out anybody that crosses her. And uh, so the daughter, and also she was obsessed with the grandson. So Lena had, had the baby.
2: Yeah, she wanted to have a son because she had all girls.
0: Yeah, and
2: Lena I, had had the baby who was still like, you know, a toddler, I young. guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she got her son out of this deal, essentially. Mm-hmm. So and he's still
0: he's still with her. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't see an update at the end of this one, so nope, I didn't either. Um well they uh They go to the one of the properties because apparently the mother had moved and she made a comment about burying a dog uh, near some trees. And so the two of the sisters had somebody out there with um, this equipment that looks under the surface and can like find stuff under the Mm -hmm. ground. And so he was going over the area looking for a body, but they didn't see anything.
2: Yes, and there was also a a well when they lived on the property, which had since been filled in. Because she was walking around Mm -hmm. saying the well used to be right here, but obviously now we can't investigate the well, so that's a bust.
0: Yep. What, you want to bet uh, that that poor baby's in that well? or
2: Yeah, I mean, this one, uh, right. She totally killed her daughter. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't really have. Well, any... at least
0: we agree on this
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. I think we we agree on that one and on the Alonzo Brooks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. Story. But yeah, that was In real... the House of Terror. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the French House of Terror. All the ones that are like, sort of the least mysterious. We we kind of yeah yeah we we went saw. So.
0: <laughs> but i i feel bad for these girls um because they've obviously been through it and yeah. just the whole lifestyle with that mother and god knows who all they were subjected to while she was you know dating and marrying and then dating again um you know with four was it five i don't i can't even tell how many kids but um But like I just feel bad for them that
2: Yeah, it sounds like it it, it sucks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean it's it sounds like a like a lifetime movie kind of.
2: I know. For real.
0: Um she that mom had to, you know, close I I just can't imagine like her being a free person now and raising a a child like
2: I know getting away with
0: to commit those murders, Mm -hmm. I would not get away with it.
2: There's no way. Yeah, I wouldn't. How was either.
0: she getting away with it? I don't get it. It's Carol Baskin situation. Mm-hmm. But so overall, I thought this was like a really strong group of episodes. Um, the French one probably being the least interesting for me. Um, I do hope I see a ghost story and possibly another UFO story. I feel. But. Probably-
2: You'll see a ghost story,
0: right? <laughs> or uh, one of my other like low key favorites was like um, missing persons.
2: Um,
0: okay,
1: uh-huh. like
0: the original series. So like maybe we'll get one of those because this is like pretty pretty heavy true crime. Um,
2: it is, yeah.
0: Based, so I'd like to do a little bit more different type stuff.
2: And I don't know why we look at this as being in some form superior than just any old shit you'd watch on yeah,
1: like
2: yeah. ID Discovery. <laughs> I mean yeah. you could watch that shit all day long <clears throat> and get stories just like this. But you're
0: right, you're right. And but
2: there's some there there's just a an added specialness mm-hmm. to it when mm-hmm. you when you frame it in this unsolved mysteries that this I mean, for lack of a better term, it's a brand, right? It is. It has that special connotation to it, I guess.
0: Well, they made the smart decision in not having a narrator or a host, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I do think that is like a signature of an Unsolved Mystery. But it's like really hard to follow up with anybody besides Robert Stack. So I just felt like... Anybody that got put in that role would automatically be eviscerated.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they'd get unfairly compared to the original, the master.
0: (laughs) So part of me was, like, really happy about that. But then part of me thinks that that is what we need in this show is that, like that authority figure like we that talked about
2: studying influence
0: yeah and then you want somebody to like tell you these stories too so and a, a hallmark of the original series was um the reenactments so like and it would they would have a thing up that would say whenever possible the real people were used in the reenactments mm-hmm. and I always got a pop from that one see
2: <laughs> And whenever possible Matthew McConaughey or some yeah. <laughs> celebrity who wasn't anybody back then
0: yeah, was
1: a, used a, as actor
0: well. on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I really love the reenactments. Yeah, so that's, that's something that, that they do really need to do it. that more.
1: Mm.
2: I, yeah, yeah, I mean there's there's room for improvement, but I, I really like this for what it was. And I hope that that volume two is coming sooner rather. This seems like the type of thing that you don't have to have like a whole year between. Oh, no. I mean, I would hope not. It, like, do two of these a year. You know what I mean? Like, six episodes followed by another six. Uh, do it, I don't know, in the summer, then in, in the winter, maybe.
0: Yeah. 'Cause I feel like they're all like probably already filmed. I would hope. No, I really enjoyed breaking this down. Like I I needed it, honestly, to like <laughs> yeah.
2: I did too, but only now I'm probably gonna get abducted by a fucking alien. Well, of course you're have they heard us talking now, so uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Suspiciously quiet in my house and <laughs> I haven't eaten.
0: You're definitely gonna get murdered. Too. I'm
2: definitely gonna get Murdered by aliens. Now, got <laughs> my genitals removed and put back.
0: I'm so honored to be on your last show, Tim.
2: Well, couldn't have, couldn't have thought of a better way to go out.
0: I know, right? It's perfect.
2: Love it. I'm glad we solved these. <laughs>
0: right, we
2: do. I'm just gonna go into that Google Google Drive and tell them to close everything. <laughs> yeah, just
1: we've we'll, done we'll it. Just
2: publish we've this solved. podcast to that Google Drive, and that's gonna be the end of it. Tomorrow, you're going to see update, 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 (laughs) and just see solved on all these. Go on Wikipedia, and you'll see it happen in real time.
0: Solved by Talking Pop.
2: Add a a column to that that little table they've got of (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries episodes. It's going to say, status, solved, 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 solved. solved.
0: Uh, I love it. Also, I wanted to mention real quick, we got a lot of feedback from our last episode did we we had a interview with calvin crowell and uh, he was amazing and uh tons and tons of
2: unsolved mystery he
0: is an unsolved mystery but we got lots of comments and uh good feedback from that show so i appreciate you guys listening uh we will have more especially from calvin but also from others
1: Yeah, he's fascinating
0: he is fascinating And you know what, like, I don't know if, I don't know if this comes across. I don't know if, honestly, I don't even know if I care that much. But listen, when we want to talk to somebody, it's, it's not like a popularity contest. It's not like we're trying to get somebody over.
2: Oh, no. I I mean,
0: we, me and Tim are intensely curious and nosy people. Yep. And we know a lot of interesting people. Interesting in varying ways and degrees. Some of which translates and some of it does not in podcasting cuz not everything does. So, well, I think
2: also when we started this show, which it's hard to believe we've been doing this for as long as we have. Been a minute. <laughs> I think we had a little bit of a comfort zone where we we sort of wanted to talk to people we already knew or knew would be good guests on the podcast. Right. Uh, because they podcast themselves and, Mm -hmm. you know, we listen, listen to their content or know them, um, through various other avenues. And I think now we've sort of gotten to the point where we want to talk to people. We don't necessarily know that well, Mm -hmm. But we've heard enough, and and Calvin's a prime example of that, Mm -hmm. where I would just hear snippets of stories, not even full stories, just snippets of stories from this guy's life. And just thought, my God, this is somebody I've talked to a couple times in passing Mm -hmm. that I just want to know everything about. (laughs) Because as you said, I, I am intensely curious and nosy. Yes. And if I don't know someone that well, it's number one, a way to get to know them better, which I think is good for any friendship. Um, and number two, well, good content for a podcast. If we're exactly. learning things along with the listeners, I mean, how many times were we just at a loss of how to react <laughs> <laughs> to some of the stories? and of- That doesn't <laughs>
0: sound
2: right. I know that's hardly ever happened. So, but that's sort of what you want, because that sort of spontaneity is good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, yeah, I, I don't know that we talked to people that we necessarily already know. I can't think of the last time we talked to somebody we felt like we already knew pretty well. Um, Maybe Glenn? Like, you didn't know him, though. I mean, no, I didn't. That was sort of more one-sided, where... I already knew him from going several years back, but he was sort of a blank slate to you. But the last person we both really knew, uh, I mean, I don't even know, um, you know, that we're already friends with and. Right. Walked to on a daily basis and
0: kind of already got their life story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say that because um, I, I think that people think that we just want to have people on who have crazy stories. Like, we just want to hear your crazy story. It's not just that. Like, that's not the point of the show is to to let you brag about your crazy stories. Like, that's a fun part of it.
2: Certainly, it's good content, but it's yeah, not but really the Point In and of itself
0: Right I, I mean we do love it And it's mm-hmm. cool but like I would like to um, I would like to think that I feel like we have gotten Way more than that out of people Before and And I don't want to oh, say yeah. that's any like great um, Talent Of ours but A lot of people have said things like You said that have Surprised us and it has been more than just zany stories,
2: and maybe surprised them too.
0: Right? Uh, yeah, like maybe they didn't I know they were the, going to say that.
2: I think the motto of this show sometimes is, "People just tell us stuff."
0: Yeah, they just do, and and I, I, we love it. Like we mm. we do. Um. So don't don't get offended or think that we are not interested in you it's just everybody never really ever like whenever we have interviews it's always almost always kind of organically happened Mm -hmm. like something happened to trigger us to ask them to be on the show for the most part and when we had a list of names that we wanted to talk to for sure and we have done a lot of those but like a lot of times it just happens like we don't plan to like have this person or that person Well, a conversation will happen. Some comments made some scenario. And we're like, that's a good talk and pop. And then we do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's no rhyme or reason a lot of the times for that. So it's not calculated or it's not meant to do one thing or another. It's just us really.
2: Yeah. I mean, everybody has a story and, mm-hmm. Frankly, we want to hear them all. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's it's not a you know it's not like a pecking order or anything. No, no,
0: definitely a, not. It's just how it shakes uh, out. It,
2: it's just yeah. looking at well, who do we who do we who are we in the mood to talk to?
0: Right, exactly.
2: In a week, because that's yeah. about as much planning <laughs> yeah. it gives. it's not like we're scheduling this out months and months and months and have. All these guests lined up, and a whole—my God, this is this is the loosest podcast, right? That I do planning-wise. It's, you know, the, the I mean, this we talked about. I think about a week ago, going through. Mm. Hey, we both just watched Unsolved Mysteries. Why don't we uh, talk about it and solve the mysteries? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? And,
0: How lofty of us!
2: I know, right? It's a very us thing to do, but I mean, very. that's, that's about the extent of the thought right. and the planning that goes into the show. And I think we're both pretty good with that. Like, I don't think it would work if, if you or I were, one of us was like, eh, I don't really think about it too much. And the other is like, oh no, here's, here's the format sheet and yeah. the spreadsheet of, um, what we're going to do on talking Pop for the next six months. No. It's really just the who we feel like talking to right now. Who do we not know that well that maybe we want to get to know better um, because we find that person more in our orbit frequently for whatever yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, these things go. It's,
0: and honestly, sometimes we just want to say fuck it and talk to each other about a TV show for three hours,
2: like tonight. <laughs> yes. Which we've And done I
0: understand that. is not going to be, you know, the same draw that an interview with Calvin is going to be. Like, I no. get it. Like
2: Well, I mean, I think there are some people who consider the, the interview type episodes more of a draw and that's what they're more interested in. And I think there are other people who are like, eh, I don't really care when you have a guest. I don't give a shit. I just want to, I just want you to talk about a topic, you right. know? Right. So I think that's why we try to do both.
0: I think so too. So, anyway, I, I don't know where all that came from, but um, <laughs> just felt like I wanted to say it and I, kind of get rid of any misconceptions. And, like, look, I, I'm not saying you can't volunteer to be on the show or ask to be on the show. That's fine too. You I know, it, but
2: I think it just comes from the fact that we have, you know, I, I am never, I never want to. Be, be like oh our listeners are our, our our yeah to think about our listenership in like these broad sort of flowery terms. Like I I think our listeners are pretty participatory for the most mm-hmm. part. Like mm-hmm. whether it's contributing stories, you know, think of when we do the holiday grab bag right. type stuff. They send in a, a funny story to be read on air or whatever it is. Um I mean I'm sure we have uh casual listeners out there i mean i know we do because Mm -hmm. um such has been revealed to us in some of the live shows that we have done Mm -hmm. just casual listeners who have never interacted with either of us individually and that's great and that's fine but um i i know i just i think of this show as being pretty accessible and i i want um, the audience there, there we go. There's, there's a term that uh. sounds weird to use, uh, to feel the same way that, you know, that, that we can, that we are approachable and, you know, e- easy to talk to, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's sort of the I mean, idea behind this, but that doesn't mean we can, or even will try to literally have on every single person who right. listens to the sh- it's just you know not possible. And i'm not
0: saying we won't i'm just saying like mm-hmm. just l- let us kind of do our thing right and yeah you know like if you want to talk to me and like i got this i want to share out you know if, if you want to try to sell me on it then try to sell me on it um
2: that's cool yeah i like that yeah
0: i mean I, I ain't trying to say like slide in my DMs or anything, but like we have it. We have an email that if I you're do. You gotta
2: do it if you, hey, look. <laughs> yeah, I think what it comes down to, if they're gonna slide into your DMs, have a little bit more game than, hey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of mixed messages tonight, Tim.
2: <laughs> but no, don't slide into Jenny's DMs. Don't no. slide into either but
0: you can slide into the email address because i feel like that's something that i don't do much uh in the way of like promoting is like um you know talk about the the email address and the ways to get in touch with me um with us really with the show so it is the chenny position at gmail.com and that's just open right Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna leave that if You want to like try to sell me on an idea for a show, an interview, whatever you want to do, but like just know that I may say no.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nothing personal, and it's not very good.
0: All
2: right, I like the email address. Yeah, I okay. and that does that go for all of the shows? All yeah, the, this, I mean, not yeah, just a talking pop yeah. um, e- email address. This is the Jenny position at gmail.com. That's it. So.
0: Um, and I, I think it's just, a you know, a kind of lack of me not wanting to throw every single avenue at the list, the Royal listener, uh, yes, every single time, the royal but like,
1: audience.
0: you know, just a reminder that that email is there and open for whatever. Cool. Cool. What do you got open for whatever, Tim?
2: Mm. Um, well, nobody slides into my, my DMs and kind of fine with that, but, um, I, I like your attitude that if, that if you're gonna do it, then try to sell me something other than yourself. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, know,
1: that, I
2: don't I, know how to say that in a smooth way, but, yeah. uh, but no, um, yeah, you can. Um, DM me on Messenger, I guess, if if you want to, but just um You sound
0: real hesitant to say that.
2: I, I just I can't imagine why someone would want to, I guess, is where I awesome. where I am with that. But anyway, um if you we have can an idea.
0: Bret Hart. <laughs>
2: if you have an idea um for the show, uh by all means. If you, I'll say this, if you just want to talk, um, sure, but understand that, um, and I think you can say the same thing, Jenny, that we are people with our own lives and mental health needs Mm -hmm. and can't always engage all the time when it's just, even if it's just shooting the shit with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Like that, that's cool. Great. Um, but don't take it as a personal slight or offense. If we're not the most responsive in the world, if it isn't like super directly show related, uh-huh. is maybe fair to say. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't have time to talk to the little people like, <laughs> beneath me. I, uh, don't come at me. No, it's just. I mean we have personal lives. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even if they're not all that private, <laughs> because we talk about yeah, it all the time.
0: You know what? <laughs> you're saying this and I know what you're saying,
2: mm-hmm. but like, we don't we always both... want to talk about it all the time, I guess. Right. But
0: We are talkers mm-hmm. and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's very rare that, we would turn away somebody wanting to talk to us. I feel like, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. It's just, I definitely have my moments, even my entire days where mm-hmm. I'm like, that phone is going on mute. You know?
1: Yeah. You're right.
2: I, I'm not talking to, anybody no, outside of, unless I'm already like in a conversation and people yeah. are going to worry if I'm, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not reasonably active in a conversation that I'm already in, you know what I mean? Yeah. We all have messenger groups and everything else and that's great. But there are days Sometimes when I just
0: got to focus on your real friends,
2: you just, you just have to shut everything off technology wise, limit that screen time. But okay, uh, beyond that, you can find me on Twitter. I am at psych68, C Y K E 6 8. I think I tweeted, actually retweeted, um, was probably the most Twitter activity I've had in about a month. Can't uh, confirm. Okay, so, you, so you've kept an eye on that? Always. That was sort of, not to say I've completely abandoned my Twitter account and Twitter presence, but um, needed that little social media break. Um, mm-hmm. Never intended that to be permanent, or probably for as long as it ended up being. But I'm getting getting back into the swing of things, such as they are on Twitter.
0: On the Twitter. What else you got?
2: I do a couple other podcasts with you. Me? More than a, a few, not, not a couple, a few podcasts, Jenny, one of which is also on the Jenny position. It's called the journey <laughs> through infinity. You and I and our friends, JT Rosero and Scott Criscolo going through all the films of the Marvel cinematic universe, the infinity saga, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up on guardians of the galaxy. Going to be our next episode of that. But uh that hasn't dropped uh quite yet. You can hear our most recent edition though on Captain America the Winter Soldier, which has been available for a little bit now. Again, on the Jenny Position, the Journey Through Infinity podcast. We have some wrestling shows, Jenny, you and I on Plates to Be Nation Wrestling Podcast Network. Specifically, those being talking WCW, a can you believe it? WCW based <laughs> show <laughs> that is with our third man in the booth, Greg Phillips. And we have PTB NXT now, that is the show where we talk about wait for it NXT, <laughs> uh, and that is with Jacob Williams. Both these shows on Place to Be Nation Wrestling look for that feed and subscribe. If you are not already.
0: Yes, please. Um, Also, we did a show together for uh, You Heard About Pluto. And we watched some Degrassi on
2: Pluto TV. I'm not a regular on You Heard About Pluto. No. But I did hear about Pluto. And you smartened me up. And I smartened you up. Mm -hmm. And we had a great time talking about Degrassi, The Next Generation. More specifically, uh, we, we checked in on some early season seven to grassy TNG, which is what happened to be airing on the Pluto Degrassi channel at the time of our recording. It's meant to be a live watch commentary, and it turned into more of a me rambling. Nonstop.
0: <laughs> it was great. I enjoyed it.
2: Without taking a breath. I said earlier today, I think it's the most I've talked on any podcast, even ones that are twice the length.
0: And that's saying something.
2: That is, thanks. (laughs) This is still like two hours, wasn't it? All
0: right, what else have I been doing? I have a show, uh, another show on the Placement Nation wrestling feed. It's called Jenny and the Gems. So we just did um, a really fun show over there so check that one out and then there is the brother sister rewatch here on the jenny position there is an episode of bianca's first time and i've been having technical difficulties with my freak out driving episodes so Uh that's why there hasn't been any um so i'm gonna have to figure that out but there are several freak out drive-ins uh ready to go just gotta figure out um what my technical issue is so, look out for those as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Jenny Position. And my Facebook page. Leave a review, and I'll read it. And, don't forget about the email. It's Position at gmail.com. Thank you, Tim. I had fun not solving mysteries. Uh,
2: I had fun um, solving all of the mysteries.
0: <laughs> don't get abducted.
2: No, I'll try not to. I'm gonna eat a little something and hope for the best. And that's gonna be my night. That's okay. Try not to spontaneously confess.